This episode is sponsored by CastlemaniaGames.com. Castlemania specializes in retro and modern video game accessories. Their store includes new retro accessories from HD Retrovision, Eon Gaming, Retrobit, and more. They also carry products from modern games to consoles and accessories, as well as homebrew and repo parts. At checkout, use the coupon code THEGAMERSLOUNGE to get 10% off your order. Thanks again to Castlemania Games for sponsoring this show. Dennis and Robert from the great state of Hawaii, where it's like two o'clock in the afternoon. There. <laughs> hello, hello. Right well, welcome. Well, actually, three o'clock. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, yeah, it's, I, I always like to say you're from the future, but you're not. You're actually way from the past. <laughs> but if you go too far over on that line, all of a sudden you're in the future. It's like. It's like well, that, that's how time travel works. If you go far enough into the past, you leap into the future. Oh, uh, okay. I got you. I understand. That, that makes total sense. Oh, back to the future for a reason? Yeah. yeah. That is true. That you is know, it's, true. It's, it's not like in the 80s. It's not like Star Trek where you got to go around the sun real fast. And, you know, it's, it's not like Superman that to, to reverse the, the spin on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> Every There's time a planet in a VHS and hit rewind. You know. <laughs> yeah. Everybody says that, and all I can think of is a Simpsons episode where Homer dies and goes to heaven and goes, I want to go back to Earth. And he goes, that would mean, God says, and that would mean I'd have to undo, I'd have to redo time. And he just looks at him and says, well, Superman did it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Superman could do it. Why can't God do it? Yeah. I mean, Aren't they the same person? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> it depends. Not in the Zack Snyder universe, apparently. But, you know, I mean, and you know, the Christopher Reeve one, yeah. But, you know. Well, I don't know. I mean, in, in, in the Zack Snyder universe... I guess he's more like Jesus, right? He can't be right. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess he is more like Jesus. Yeah, I forgot about that. Just so. a little bit of that vitamin D from the sun. Once he gets that power, we're good to go, you know? So yeah, a little, little bit jump of... start. Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> just a little. But that ultraviolet fuel and <laughs> yeah, we're that's, good to go. <laughs> that's what I never understood, you know, in the movies. They're like, oh, vitamin D. You know, this is a, all he needs is sun. Well, how can he go to other planets, you know, in other galaxies? Do they have the same sun? Do, you know, I yeah. guess as long as it's a he's yellow sun, not, that's all that matters. Yeah, he's, he's, I mean, he's not yeah, super if he's not in the, the yellow radiation, or so they said. 
I mean, you know, I've seen I've seen the cartoon where he went to um, Apocalypse, and that was red, but he still had all his superpowers. So what's up with that? I mean, <laughs> well, it looked red through the atmosphere, but, uh, but the radiation was still yellow. Sun. Yeah. See, if you Come have on. to explain that much, uh, you I'm lost me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've suspended you. My, hey, my that's disbelief. why they didn't explain it. So. Yeah. Uh -huh, exactly. That's why they didn't. I think then they spent twenty minutes, and you're just like all confused, and then you're just like. Yeah. When are we going to do the actual, like, Superman story? Come yeah, on, yeah. man. Uh, yeah, you have to do a whole TED Talk about it. It's... Yeah, a whole TED Talk. That's what we need is a yeah. TED Talk on Superman. That would be great. Yeah. I'd watch have an animated TED Talk at the beginning of a Superman, uh, you know, animated movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah right? instead, of showing, instead of showing previews uh, and stuff like that and commercials when you sit down, it's just running in a loop of 15 minutes explaining the whole thing of Superman so they don't have to explain it in the movie. So, you know, show up early. <laughs> It's really important. It's vital information to be able to enjoy the story, guys. It's, it's, it's like true. A, emphasis on vital too. Yeah, it's like it's like a Batman movie. Every Batman movie they seem like they have to do the whole we killed Bruce Wayne's parents. Yeah, we know you don't have except this new one. They didn't do it. Yeah, you know, it's like see, you can make a Batman movie and you don't have to have you don't have to show them getting gunned down. You can just mention it and it's fine. Yeah. You know that might be somebody's first Batman experience. Well, I feel I, bad for you, but I, at this point, if, whatever. <laughs> it's like at this point, whatever. Let it go. Let it go. I, I can only see those pearls go falling on the floor so many times with, without just rolling my eyes after the third or fourth time. It's true though. I get so tired of that. Just like yeah. the whole alleyway sequence. I'm like, come on, man. Like this is. I feel like most people know this better than they know all 50 states. <laughs> yeah. Know, like oh, just, yeah. I, 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 for sure. I mean, that's yeah. a lot of states, man. That's, a lot of states. <laughs> yeah. that's true. Yeah. You're, you're right about that. But <laughs> they, uh, all right. <clears throat> well, we haven't had a show in quite a while because I was sick, and then I had some family things. So here we are finally having a show. So I know we've all played a lot uh, you know, over the past couple weeks to talk about, but... I'm going to go first because I got a Steam Deck. Uh, and this thing... Oh, look, I got Borderlands pulled up. Um, let me let me hit the home screen there. I, it has the suspend feature if you want to, like like uh, like the Switch does. So I actually left it... I've left it in suspension for over two days, apparently, where I was just trying out oh. Borderlands stuff. So the battery's pretty good. Um, it, it depends. Um... Uh, Right now, I'm about three hours and 18 minutes left. Um, but it depends on what you're running. Um, a 2D game, it'll last probably four, four to six hours, depending on the game. A game like Borderlands 2 or The Witcher, it'll run for three or four. But if you put a game like, say, Yakuza or... Um, trying to think of something else that i played that had a lot of graphic ump behind it um shadow tactics was one on it? huh did you play sea of thieves yet on it I yep like sea of thieves that's thing. that's the other one sea of thieves it only lasts maybe two hours um okay. at the most but you there's so much you could do with this to improve the the uh the battery life you can set it to you know limit it to you can do the thermal power and you can limit it to how many watts you want it to have zero to i think it's like what is it five six seven eight nine ten fifteen so a lot of times 
most games I've seen, they maybe only use six or seven watts. So uh, that's running at medium settings. Um, you know, so it doesn't, you know, it doesn't take a lot of power, but you could choose that. You could set it down and if the game doesn't run good at five, you can bump it up to six. If it doesn't run good at six, you can bump it up to seven. Or if you can just leave it on normal. See, that's a lot of people think that just because a game's not verified, it's not going to work on the Steam Deck. That's not entirely true. Um, there's a lot of games I've thrown at it, like Batman um, Arkham Origin I bought for 5 bucks. It says it's unsupported. The game runs at 60 frames a second on high graphics perfectly. No problems at all. But it just doesn't have a verified setting thing on it. So, like, verified means that it'll automatically switch to, you know, uh, 800p. It'll automatically move these settings to that to make it most optimal to play on the Steam Deck. So if you play a game that's unsupported or hasn't been verified yet, you might have to go in and tweak some of the settings, which is not that big a deal if you tweak stuff on a PC anyway, if you know what you're doing. But, yeah, okay. I mean, you know, if it's, if it's a kid and, you know, that has a Switch and you're like, here, play it, they're not going to be able to, you know, do all these. And, and, and you know, yeah, it's it's a lot. But, like, uh, what's another one? Monster Hunter uh, Stories 2. I run this on high settings, 60 frames a second. I get two hours, two and a half hours of battery life out of it. Works perfectly. But if, but if you bump it to, like, low you'll get yeah i'll get more right yeah you'll get more battery life out of it and like i said i could really probably go in and tweak the power settings to maybe pump less power there's so much you could tweak with it what's that i mean it's really not that bad i mean what was it the original vita that also didn't have the greatest battery life right i mean if you're you're gonna be playing if you're gonna be like hardcore gaming on that thing you're gonna have the charger with you right the only time that you wouldn't get into like a serious gaming session with while having a charger might be if you're traveling on an airplane right or something mm-hmm. but at that point that's, you're gonna fall that's asleep gonna get... after an hour or two anyway so. right yeah. <laughs> that's, when he's gonna, that's when he's gonna have a battery pack the size of a shoe yeah yeah i mean of his carry-on. you know i could i could clock everything i can clock the gpu frequency i can i can what i one thing i could do i could even like bump the graphics down to low and let the steam deck scale things for me automatically through the system so it'll run on low settings but you know the system will pump out better graphics i mean it's it's really amazing have you tried the emulators and stuff yes i have uh everything runs awesome on it i can even run switch games on this thing i i have not done it yet but i've seen people playing like breath of the wild on it and it runs perfectly and in some cases it runs better on this than it does on the switch (laughs) are you just running are you just running uh retro retro arc on it uh yeah we're running retro arch um have you tried the Saturn emulation? No, I haven't tried the Saturn emulation yet. Um, you know, that's a drill test, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, Dreamcast runs well. PS2 runs well. GameCube runs awesome. I sent you pictures of GameCube running on it. Um, yeah, you did. You know, it, they run great. Um, no, I haven't tried Saturn yet, but it's on there. Um, that's why I'm going to get one, probably. You know, all, the, all that stuff. The 64-gig version... Is what I have. It doesn't have the glass screen. It doesn't have the you know that kind of fancy stuff. But I put a screen protector on it. I put a 500 or 400 gig memory card on it. Of course, let me see what the. I wondered why I bought one. I was digging through my box. I'm like, why did I get a 400 gig micro SD? Oh wait, 
Oh, here we That's go. That's right. Uh, it only gives me 360 gigs of usable space on the Lies. card. So, um, but like with all the emulators and everything loaded on the on this, uh, 22 gigs I've still got free on the main storage. Um, and I've been loading games off the SD card, and they load just as fast as they do off the NVMe drive. But the other thing, too, is it's pretty simple to upgrade this drive. You just pop the back off of it, pop the cover off of it, pop the drive out, pop a new one in, go on the website, download the Flash software to put the Steam Deck software back on it, and you're good to go. Um, there are There is some work you have to do with uh, to get the emulators to run on it. You have to go into desktop mode, so it has a full desktop Linux mode in it that you boot in and out of. Um, so I highly recommend a Bluetooth mouse at least. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which I, I bought one, but I mean, it's, it'll run, it runs just like a windows machine. So you got the start stop and you download this and that, uh, X cloud works great on it. Microsoft has actually updated it. So it, <laughs> With all the things, so you could put it on here uh, with with a shortcut, with all the graphics to make it look official and everything like that, runs perfectly well on. on when you're streaming Steam uh, uh, Xbox games on, you get about six hours of battery life out of the thing because all you're doing is wow. running the internet. Um, <clears throat> one thing I highly recommend is buying another charger for it because the one that comes with it has a very short cable on it. So unless you're setting within three feet of a charger charging port you're probably going to need a longer one um so i bought a uh i bought a 60 watt power adapter or usb-c power adapter off of uh uh amazon with a 10 foot uh, usb-c cable and it charges just as good as the official one does so an official one's 45 watt i think something like that so um yeah, the only game that I've found so far in my library that I haven't tried or that I tried that I couldn't run was Ghostbusters. And it would run it. Well, it would run it, but it wouldn't pick up my controller settings. So I couldn't use the controllers. No matter what Proton I ran it in, it would not recognize the controller. So the control stick and stuff. Most of them just pick it up as an Xbox controller. Cool. Um, I tried... Uh, whoop. Where is that? Uh, Medal of Honor Airborne. That's an old one. It picked up the controller just fine, but when I would pull the trigger to shoot, it would also jump at the same time for some strange reason. So what I, I would jump and shoot, jump and shoot, jump and shoot, jump and shoot, which was weird. Um, even though they weren't bonded, it wasn't bonded to the same, the same, uh, the same key. Um, the touchpad is really cool. It's got haptic feedback on it, so you can, you can move around with it. Um, I played uh, Empire at War and Civ on it, Civ Five, and it worked perfectly. I could play it like this. You could type like this if you wanted to, just moving around typing. Um, it has haptic rumble feedback. They're not really huge. You know, it's not a like a hard rumble, but it's just enough to go, oh, yeah, there's a little rumble there. That's cool. Um, the triggers feel great. It feels awesome in my hand. As big as it is, it just feels great. These buttons on the back are absolutely pointless. I never use them. They're dumb. What and are they for? Whatever you want them for. They're like a... Oh, they're just macro. customizable. They're just, just customizable. I never okay. customize them. I don't use them. They're hard to push because they're, they're not a tactile button. They're very hard to push down. They have a nice click, but they're very hard to push down. 
I just, I don't use them. Of course, I don't use them on my Xbox controller that I have either, but here we are. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I've thrown all kinds of games at it, just trying to see what would work and what wouldn't. Um, Fable Anniversary runs great. Um, I don't remember if anybody remembers Shatter. It was on the PlayStation 3. It was like... Um, oh, yeah. This game clearly says it won't work and it's unsupported. Works fine. Went in, set up the controller for it. It worked perfectly. Um, and it runs on high settings. Um, I played uh, a couple of point-and-click games um, just to see how they worked. They ran fine. Um, yeah. Um, sea of Thieves plays perfectly on this. I played it four hours the other night just to yeah. see how it would go on here and it worked great. I think the big the, the big thing is is this feels like a controller where the switch has the small thumbsticks and they feel almost like a kid's toy. These have full size some thumbsticks like a PlayStation five or a Xbox controller. So they just feel better under your thumb and you have a better grip on it. Um Horizon Zero Dawn, I played a little bit on here. Uh, medium settings, I get usually 50, 50 to 60 frames a second. It looks really nice. Um, and it loads quicker off the SD card than the PS4 loads it off the hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> you would hope so. Yeah. It's, uh, Sleeping Dogs is another one. Sleeping Dogs, it says it's unsupported. Played it high. I, I could have played it on ultra and got 30 frames a second, but I played it on high and got 60 frames a second and works perfectly. I wonder what it's um, I would hope. For then. What's that, Robert? I, I just wonder what it's looking for when it says it's unsupported. Is it just that you know, I think it's the just because pushed a patch for well, it yeah, because a lot of a lot of games when you launch one that's verified, it, the Steam Deck says, "Oh, hey, we know this game." It's this game, here's the controller layout we're going to use, and these are the settings we're going to use. So you can literally just go. You don't have to go in and adjust field of view or, uh, you know, the display settings or whatever. You know, it just, they just, it just works. Where a yeah. game like, you know, like I said, like uh, Shatter, you know, I, I went in and it didn't, it worked. But it was a windowed mode. The controller wouldn't pick up, so I had to go in and adjust some of the settings and stuff like that. Adjust the uh, the uh, the uh, video output. You know, it just had to do a little work. But it wasn't like that big. It took five seconds, and boom, I was you know I was in the game playing. Um, yeah, I absolutely love this thing. <laughs> this is probably the best thing that I have bought, and I would say probably since the Switch. Um, I like it that much. It's just fun as crap to play games on, and I could just sit all day. I, when I originally bought it, it was like, oh, I'm just going to play those, those, you know, those indie games that I can't that I've got that I can't play on Switch or something like that. Yeah, I'm freaking playing everything on this. If there's a humble bundle, I buy it, and three fourths of the games work just fine on this. It's like, <sighs> it's unbelievable. Um, yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I played some Borderlands 2 the other night just because I hadn't played a first-person shooter on it, and it worked great. Had high settings, 60 frames a second, playing Borderlands 2. Just I, I would really hope with a lot of those older games that they do run, you know, yeah. with such fluidity, you know, like Sleeping Dogs and Borderlands 2. <laughs> I was curious to try, sure like, so. a heavy point 
a heavy a heavy mouse based game like Diablo or maybe even something like um like Baldur's Gate or Dungeon Siege. I haven't like played that. any of those yet. You know, I it's played just, like, um, maybe just to see. I'm sure it works great, but I'm you know me. I'm curious about the interface. Yeah, what was it? Which Civ did I play? But those well, those do have console conversions, so I'd imagine it probably wouldn't be too much different on the Steam Deck. Uh, um, yeah, um, the console. If you can avoid it, do not play. Don't play Baldur's well, Gate on the Steam Deck. Baldur's Gate, yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. I mean, yeah, stay away from that. But I feel like I mean, Diablo translated no, like pretty well. Say, if you have no other option and if you only have a Switch, okay, knock yourself out. Sure. Huh? But it, it's yeah, it would be just it would just be interesting to know. I'm sure it's great. I, I, bet you could, yeah. I bet you could program those like buttons on the back to do some interesting like yeah macros or like combinations of games. Be kind of. Cool. I bet there's a lot of games that would be hard to play on there, not because they don't run, but because they have tons and tons of tiny text. Yeah, because there's definitely some PC yeah, like, games yeah, that have that. Lot, that like, if you try to put it on that little screen, yeah, <laughs> reading a lot of text. Yeah, and a lot of times that's one of the things that's, that's why it's not Steam Verified. And it'll when you click on it, some of them will have a question mark, and when you boot them up, it'll say, well, it's not verified. It has it checks this one, this one, this one, this one, but it doesn't check that one. And a lot of times the thing it doesn't check is small text. Like, enhance, enhance. Yeah, but there's like a zoom feature. Like I can, I forget what it is. If I click down and hit R2 or L2, L2 and the stick. So, there's a zoom gonna, feature. But. I, I knew you were going to like it. I just didn't know if you are going to like it this much. Yeah, so. I didn't think I was going to like it this much either. But I, last week, I, I, well, I only worked on the road two days the week of Easter. So I didn't take my Xbox with me. Um, so I only had this. Um, and then last week, I still took this with me, but I took my Xbox. I played my Xbox one day. I played this the rest of the week. I didn't even turn the Xbox on. So nice. it was like convenient yeah it was just it was way convenient um and plus like i said i was just trying out games like nobody's business uh civ 5 was what i played on it um and it worked it worked great um it does take a like i said it does take a little bit of getting used to with the trackpads but with the little tactile feedback that you get from it you kind of go oh okay well i don't really have to drag my finger on it that hard um it's a lot like the the Steam Deck controller, but not as sensitive. Um, I thought the Steam Deck controller was way too sensitive. Uh, and like I said, you can go in and adjust those things too. But yeah, this this thing, and you could just do so much with it. Uh, you can hot swap SD cards. That's the other thing. So if you want to play games on it, you know, you have your retail games on here. I can literally write here while it's on, just pop it out, pop in my games with my uh, emulators on it, and just take right off and play without having to turn the system off and turn it back on, which is awesome. Um, wow. Because, like I said, I've got I've got a... Well, not downloads. Uh, where'd it go? Um, my memory card is a 400 gig memory card with only like 360 usable and I have 20 games installed on it. Um, two of them are... Well, I mean... Sea of Thieves is 78 gigs, Horizon Zero Dawn is 73 gigs, and Witcher is 50 gigs. Witcher runs at a 60 frames a second, high graphics, um, and it makes the Switch version look like a cartoon. Um, <laughs> I'm still waiting on my next-gen pass. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's delayed. Yeah, it got delayed yeah. again. So. 
definitely. That's why I was like, oh. I Wizard. think it'll still be this year, maybe because of the way that they were talking about it afterwards, but who knows? We'll see. Yeah, but if you have a huge Steam library, I mean, I have, what, 400 and... They're mostly old games. Uh, 498 yeah, I have a, games. But. I don't think I have quite that many, but I have several hundred games on Steam for sure. And you don't want to play at the computer. This is a really cool alternative, and it works really well. Even, you remember, I know Dennis will remember. Uh, Eric, you might remember too. You remember when Sega released the Golden Axe? Uh, it was called Golden oh, yeah. Axed. And uh, oh, the streets yeah. of uh, you know it was it was streets of rage, but it was Yakuza. Yeah, um, yeah, I they were only up for a couple days. And you, I don't think it, I have the I don't think I have the Golden Axe, but I have the other one. Yeah, and because you, you can only you can only put them on for a certain time. Those are totally say they're unsupported. They work awesome on this thing, um, and they would just they work perfectly. You just turn them on and go. I mean, away you go. This thing does have a very let me. Let me uh, boot up Horizon Zero Dawn while we're talking and uh, let you hear the fan noise. It does have a loud fan. Um, oh, does it? Yeah, when it really kicks in, it is. It has a very high-pitched sound to it. Um, so does if, it get really hot in your hands? No, it doesn't get hot in my hands, but it gets very hot right here. If it's a, if it's a very graphic-intensive game and you take your hand and you put it like this, you yeah. will feel heat, and it will be very, very hot. Um, the, but these are far enough away from your hands that the vents are far enough away that it never gets hot over here on this well, That's why they designed it that way, because yeah. I've seen like thermals of it, and all the heat is in the part where you're not holding it. Yeah, I wish my camera could pick it up better, but it can't because it's so bright. But, I mean, it looks it's fantastic. Let me just continue here. Um, the um, I think the only thing that's really made like the Switch scream. I mean, there's been a few games, but the one that's most notable to me is every time, like back when Starlink came out, that game would make the Switch like scream. Like that fan yeah. would just go insanely high, and it, it never stopped. It the moment you booted it up to the moment you closed it down, it was on. So unless you weren't playing, it was <clears> on <throat> on full blast. Yeah. You know, still nothing as bad will ever be as bad as the PS4 Pro, but you know, but the Switch would scream play in that game, yeah. like absolutely scream. And I was always worried, so I wouldn't play longer than like 45 minutes to an hour, even though I wanted to because I was addicted to that game. But like, man, I was really worried for my Switch. Like it would get hot, whether it was in the docked or, or handheld mode. Mm -hmm. Oh my Lord, forget it. Yeah. Forget it. That game was like <clears throat> a test, a test of the hardware. <laughs> like, yeah. And and this thing, this thing can get loud if you're, or get hot if you, if you play it for a little while and you're really pumping out. You know, pumping a game, you know, like I'll play, uh, <laughs> I'll play Traveler's Rest and it's just a 2D game and it, it hardly, it hardly does anything, you know, um, but yeah, I can't, I mean, you can kind of, can you hear that? No, I hear, no, I hear, no, I hear, no. I'm sure all the filters are, yeah, probably my filter, and, noise, well, yeah. and I'm really not, I'm just, at, I'm just at the opening yeah. section you know Wait, i'm sure it's the equivalent of... of running a game on a regular pc if it's something that you're pushing your hardware more the fans kick in it's yeah just, you know, and it does i mean the it, steam deck instead it kicks in and you you can you can really hear it um and because it's small you'll hear it yeah uh <laughs> it does it, it does have a, a like a high pitch whine so it's like 
when I'm playing with Bluetooth headset on and, you know, Nikki's sitting over on the other side, she's, you know, I can see her looking over like, is that your thing making that noise? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. John gonna uh, hey, if you, if you pick the right game, it's a hovercraft. Yeah. You yeah. can just, like, slide it across your coffee table. Yeah. I I want to I want to try God of War on it and I want to try um uh Jedi Fallen Order on it. Those are the those are the two games I really want to try next on it. Um I just hate to buy them because they're 40 and 50 dollars on. <laughs> They'll be on sale at some point. Um I've actually yeah, if you wait another month and a half or so for them to do their summer sale then They'll be on sale then, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and that, or I'm, I'm waiting on Red Dead's another one I want to try on this. I want to try Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, that's well. what came to mind. Red Dead will make that fan go. I predict, yeah. That, oh yeah, I'm sure. It <laughs> Good will. lord. Yeah, but Sports, playing Sports playing Sea of Thieves the other day for four hours that really that was really hot. <laughs> you could really. Yeah. You could really see the feel the heat coming out of it. And there's a lot of times that I'll be playing like this and I'll just kind of tip it tip it too far and I'll be like, oh my gosh, that is hot. Um, let me... <laughs> it, also, it also has that nice... Oh, it has that nice electronic heat smell coming there out it of it. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, oh yeah, I love that. It's like it's like they put it in... Hot plastic and yeah. metal. Yeah, they always put it in a perfect place because you just be like, oh, I'm playing on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give me a hit on that and let me finish playing it. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I am, I am totally blown away by it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really sad I had to cancel mine, but um, but I, I I do still plan on getting one in the future. Hopefully, they'll have like a revision or something because you know how Steam is, yeah. it's or Valve is rather. Like, you know, with the amount of Steam machines they had, and you know, when it comes to Steam. What was it? Steam, Steam Links, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, they wait. They just, they can't stick with one <laughs> thing ever. They gotta yeah. revise or have like eighteen different models of everything. So, um, so maybe by the time I do get get around to getting one, I'd probably get whatever the next one is. Um, so, but uh, but we'll we'll see. I know they're still rolling them out little by little. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you could still pre-order. They're still available for pre-order. You just won't yeah. get them till next year. So they're they're not readily available add, yet. No, no. I pre-ordered this. The day the pre-orders went up in July, and so I just thing. got it three weeks ago. It'll be three weeks ago this Friday, or two weeks ago this yeah. Friday. So, yeah, yeah I, I was actually in the Q2 wave. I had the first day of Q2, I got my email for it. So it was like, I only paid, well, besides my $5 deposit, I paid $17 for this. Um, because I traded in my Xbox One X at, GameStop when they were three hundred and thirty dollars, and I bought all Steam cards for it, <laughs> and put them on my account in January. So I'd had four hundred dollars sitting on my Steam, uh, my Steam wallet since January. So games would come up. I'm like, nope, I'm not buying them because I don't want to use my Steam wallet. I'll just wait. And uh, and then when this came, I, I paid for it with my Steam wallet, and then whatever was left, I used PayPal for, which was like seventeen dollars. I wonder. I mean, I'm sure Valve can look, but I wonder who's holding, like, the most amount of, like, wallet balance right now on Steam. Just because, like, the most I've ever had at one point was probably 120. So, like, but I would imagine, like, I mean, surely there's got to be a cap, right? Because I know, like, Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo have caps. With PlayStation, Uh... if I'm not mistaken, it's $150 is the cap. Um, With Microsoft, I think it's $500. 
And then with the eShop, I think it's also about $150 around. I was gonna say $20. If, if there's a cap, it's it's gotta be <laughs> it's gotta be a thousand dollars. Cause I know most people, a yeah. lot of the guys who had the high end six hundred and seventy nine dollar one, they've done the same thing. Um because oh, okay. like last week somebody Best Buy or somebody had fifteen percent off if you bought buy a Steam I, card, you can Target get fifteen. Had, like, buy one, yeah. Target had yeah. too. So people would. I'd buy be willing to bet it's higher Maybe. because they have the hardware for the VR stuff adds up yeah, to like true. you get all of it at once. It's a thousand bucks. So if you want people to be able to have Steam wallet, it'd be at least yeah. that you would think. But yeah. so, who knows? Have this... you tried running VR on it yet? No, no, it will not run VR. It, it specifically says I do have a couple of VR games that I got in a thing, and it, it's give them time. Yeah, they'll have the pack where you get the <sighs> Ultra Steam Deck VR pack, and then you know, give them like five, ten years. I haven't that. got the the HB or the USB C TV output thing yet for it. I think I'm going to wait and I'm going to get the official one because I know some of the third party ones from Amazon were actually bricking the system, so. I didn't want to. I don't. I don't want to take a chance of breaking it. So it's like, eh, I'll just wait till the official Steam version comes out and uh, and yeah, buy it. Yeah. Unfortunately for me, I had my pre-order queued up and I had it good, and I waited too long. I don't know. I was at work because I was waiting. I punched in my Steam cards when I would, you know, on my lunch break, and I came back and I'd waited too long. Eh. Missed the window. I'm I'm an idiot. So I had to reorder it. Mine's not. Mine says October. Yeah. The, I, I think the if you go with the 64 gig version, you're going to get it quicker than the, yeah. the higher versions. Um, like but five. I honestly, I don't, I don't regret buying the 64 gig version. I really don't need the extra hard drive space. I'll, I'm yeah, only was... running the programs off of it. I'm not running yeah, yeah. games off of it. But I mean, I've seen videos. It's easy to do. You go on ebay or amazon and you could buy a, a 512 gigabyte drive for and this then, for like 75 bucks it's like yeah okay if i yeah, really that, want to do that why, that's why i just like when i pre-ordered it i just like, pre-ordered the base model because i was like well if i need to expand it i have the option so i don't really need to yeah you know put in upwards of what what what's what's the most expensive model? 670 650 plus you get like anti glare glass and a bunch of other stuff which is fine but yeah. like again you know i i can live without it you know what i mean like right. I mean, i've been playing handhelds since i was a child like you know not having that i mean i used to play yeah everyone remembers the game boy did not have a backlight you remember that yes mm -hmm. like it's oh, yeah. i know i know I we're in a position in. now yeah there's not well yeah that's true i had a little light. i still have <laughs> a little light for mine so. <laughs> yeah yeah a little twirly <laughs> mine, was, <laughs> mine was uh see-through purple Yep, that was oh, mine. Nice. Was I always wanted that one. I had a see-through <laughs> green one. I had a see-through oh, green yeah, one. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I did have a purple Game Boy. But uh, but yeah, no. I mean, like you know, I mean, like we survived those days. I know we have the technology now to do that. But again, I can live without it. It's yeah. not you know, yeah. in the world. I just I just looked. Uh, sixty-four Steam, sixty-four gigabyte Steam decks are still going for eight hundred to nine fifty. It's crazy. Um, the case. Oh, what in the world? All right. Probably. Actually, I think I saw a thousand to eleven hundred, maybe when they first came out. But if it's been this long and they're still like nine hundred to nine fifty, I mean, jeez, people just wait. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, make uh, any sense. Oh, there we go. I like yeah, I don't know what happened. My 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 uh my uh yeah, it just the whole thing just went. <laughs> Discord just took a. It's like it rebooted itself. It was weird. I don't know what happened there. That was strange. Um. But yeah, no, the case, 
hard case. It's a nice case. I I I figure. Is that like the one? Huh? Is that the official one? Yeah, this is the official one. This is the one that it came with. It's a hard case. It's got oh. this. It's got this strap on the back of it with a divot for your charger and your cable, so it'll hold it in there. Yeah, I mean this. I like it. Yeah, it's a nice case. I mean, the case alone would be forty bucks if I bought it separately, probably. So. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I'm I'm impressed. I'm really impressed with it. Way more than I thought I would be. Um, you know, so much so that. It's the only thing I've been playing on. Um, yeah. I I did. It is, uh, it is really nice. Yeah, I it's and it's well made. It's they've taken everything that they were thinking about with, uh, you know, all their other Steam stuff that they've done, and I think they just put it into that. Yeah, there was still a demand for. Um, oh, I just drew a blank. The controller and the other little yeah the streaming the stream device. box the the Steam Link. Steam Link. There was still a demand last year. I had. I sold both. I, yeah, I sold both mine for like two hundred. Yeah, that's what I sold mine for. I sold my Steam Link, Steam oh, Link and my controller for two hundred bucks because I wasn't cool. using them. I bought them yeah. both for five dollars on clearance. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like I tried it out. It worked real well, and then I just never used it. So it's like, well, I might as well sell it. So yeah, two hundred bucks. Boom, gone. Um, but yeah, the only other thing that I played, I played a little bit of Lego Star Wars, and I know Dennis has played quite a bit of it. Um, I, I have you played it too? Yeah, I didn't know how much of it you. I played. haven't. I haven't yet. I, I want to, but I keep getting you know. <laughs> well, which version? What one are you go play it on though? I got Xbox. Oh, it's okay. the easiest for me. It's yeah. it's downstairs on the big on the big TV. Gotcha. But yeah, I mean, I I, I picked it up um, digitally on Xbox. I've played it a little I, I bit. Think, I, I was reading you. You can play co op with that. It's a little little trickery but you, you can you can actually play co-op you can play online. co-op uh, couch co-op on it definitely um you could do you can do online co-op with the uh, ps5 version yeah. there's like a an, a way you have to like share your game session anyway oh you could probably do yeah the, you do the share the you could do that with any game it's share your screen yeah. and yeah. hand the controller over yeah you could do that yeah you could do that on well, I think you could maybe do that on Xbox. They have a shared controller thing on Xbox too, but I've never. It's, a, it's Lego awesome, Star yeah. Wars, right? I mean, you got your guys and your other guys. And, yeah, I mean, uh, it just it's it just looks really nice on the uh, on the next gen console. I, I like those games, but at the same time, I get frustrated because I'm like, I need to collect everything. Uh, See, that's me, man. Like, I just <laughs> I need all the little Lego bits that pop bricks. down. Like, oh, I need it all. Yeah. yeah I don't need it all. <laughs> I gotta get the, you know, gotta have the Jedi, the bounty hunter. I just, I just yeah, need I enough to unlock all the figures. Yeah, that's that's all I care about. I just care about getting the figures. And you know, the last one I, yeah, I can't play them at all anymore. I played so many of them. Mad? Robert's just like, I'm done. I tell you what, the They're new one so is similar that I'm just like, I can't do it. Well, I'll, I'll be honest with you. This one's actually a lot different. It's because like. It's, I mean, it's the same, but different. It's the same concept, but like now you can go into like a third person shooter, uh, mode on it when you're shooting with guns. So you're, it's over the shoulder. You got a crosshair target. You're not just blankly shooting around at something. Um, what else was it? There was something else that was kind of different. Um, oh, help me out, Dennis. I know you played it more than I have that made it a little different than the other, um, besides the third person. Um, well, 
I mean, like, I mean, yeah, you do. I mean, you start to see, like, health bars now. It almost has, like, an action RPG yeah. approach where you have, like, health bars and you do have upgrades. And the upgrades okay. are a lot more, like, uh, impactful this time around, you know. And you can upgrade not just your, like, passive stuff, you know, like, you know, being able to, uh, you know, uh, collect bits that are, you know, further away from you instead of actually having to walk up to them. Um, but stuff from a, just a variety of classes as well. You can just upgrade those individually as well, like villain, rebel, uh, you know, robot, so on and so forth, um, scavenger, uh, hunter, things like that. Like they have it, each of those classes um, has their own sort of skill tree as well. Oh, yeah. And uh, and I thought that was awesome. And they haven't had that before, really. Like I haven't played Not any really, ones no. since like. No. The, the third Lego Batman or the Marvel superheroes, the first one. Yeah, not really. No, the only thing that you had that they had really, I mean, but it was all under the cheats label. Was you would get those special red bricks, right? That would then uh, you could use those to unlock certain sort of. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Abilities, like you know? brick. Yeah, yeah, you could use. Exactly. Yeah. So times two, times four, times eight, times sixteen, so on and so forth. So, um, but then you also had you know did, the cheats under that list also, which is like big head mode and things did, like that. So. Did they talk now to the Lego? Yep. The Lego characters. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, they've been talking since God. Since the last Star Wars one, right? Um, it's been a while. I can't yeah, remember. I like, it when they, yeah. I like it when they just do their little... You could turn that off. You could turn it off. Yeah, it's a so, setting. Yeah. Do your little quick thing that's... and run around. Make the funny, yeah. make the funny face. And that's the awesome thing now is they... Because they haven't had that since they started talking. Is now they have what they call a mumble mode in this in this mm. game now that you can turn on. So you don't need the voice acting at all. You can just turn that on that's... and have that old school sort of Lego experience. It's awesome. A little like... They just the expressions and like just the general stupidity well and you know you it, it was like if it was a movie game they actually it was just the the clips from the movie so it was just yeah. like a, now they've actually got voice actors that do it that sound a little bit like you know princess Leia or mark hamill or something like yeah, that. yeah no, it so, sounds really good yeah. yeah it sounds really really good but i really like the skill tree a lot i think it just adds more depth to it it's not it's not <laughs> as i guess even though it's an open world game and they've had open world Lego games for a while now, at least open hub at the very least. Um, it's not as linear, I suppose, you know, you do have a little, lot more freedom. You can go from system to system, um, movie to movie on the fly. You don't have to sit there and do one movie all the way through, right. you know, um, if you don't want, um, I've done episode, I've finished episode one, sorry, episode. I get them confused all the time. I guess the original trilogy is now what four, five, six, right? Yep. So, uh, so I finished episode four and five. I'm halfway through six, and then I started episode seven. Um, however, once you get to, and I've seen a lot of people have this problem. Apparently, I don't know if it's patched by now. I hope I hope it is. But obviously, there's plenty of other stuff I can play, which is you know, what I've been doing, um, not just the games, but just, you know, all the other movies that I can play. So, you know, it doesn't bother me right now, but it will bother me once I have no choice but to continue on from episode seven. Right. But there's a part where, um, I'm sure you guys remember from the film, where, you know, you go to, once you meet up with Han Solo um, and uh, Chewbacca again, you end up going to, uh, I believe her name is Maz. Mm -hmm. Maz. Maz and yeah, Maz. Maz, yeah. So, um, and you got to speak to her, right? Um, right before you know all the rebels come in, and then there's that crazy thing of like you know that I you know now what's become the iconic you know traitor <laughs> line, you know. Yeah. So, um, but 
But yeah, that little area there, one of the quests is once you land on that planet, you got to go speak to her. And uh, but she's nowhere to be found. I, I oh. spent the better part of an hour. I was like, <laughs> where is she? Do I need to do something first? Again, there's so much to do now in these games. And because the areas are so open, I was just like, eh, whatever, I'll look for her later. I just went around just getting collectibles and, you know, things like that and uh, doing all the little secrets because secrets are packed in everywhere yeah. in, in this game now, you know. So, so, but once I got the bulk of what I wanted to do, you know, outside of that area, I was like, all right, let me try again. Let me go back in there. And for some people, she's been right there in the front, um, like next to the bar area. And, but then you can't speak to her, right? Um, in other cases, like in my case, she's not there, period. And then in the more rare cases, she is there. You are able to speak to her. However, the quest doesn't start after that. So then hmm. you've spoken to her, but you still can't progress because the quest won't initiate for some reason. And um, and uh, the people that have found her but have been unable to speak to her have found her in different places. She's usually in front of the bar, but sometimes she's on the second floor. Like for me, it said she was on the second floor. Not there. Not there. I don't, I don't know where she is. And apparently, so it's like a weird bug, and I just can't progress. It's like you're like, kind of like soft-locked in that position. Huh. So... Um, so I don't know if the pat a patch has come out just yet, but I looked it up and there was a lot of Reddit posts of just being like, hey, can every anyone has anyone been able to find Maz? And people were kind of sharing their experiences and whatnot. So, you know, this is not an isolated incident. This is something that's actually surprisingly frequent. Not just yeah. Reddit, but a whole bunch of forum posts and stuff like that. And even went to Twitter um, and saw a bunch of people talking about it too, um, you know, searching for it. So, um, again, not an isolated incident. Some people have not had that issue. God bless them. But, you know, a lot of people... Um, have and I just I can't do anything and the only real solution that someone's found so far is just as you would imagine we'll just restart the game restart you know, no, but yeah. I'm not going to do that yeah that's <laughs> no not an option for uh -huh. me <laughs> yeah no not for me not for me it's not you yeah. know so you get one shot and if it's not yeah. good then nope. one never, shot one never, opportunity never gonna finish you it. can't nope yep can't deliver on the mob spaghetti it's too bad so you know too many games no time yep. you know exactly yep exactly so uh you know so I uh so it's it's unfortunate but it's a, it's a it's a great time though man it, it's Lego Star Wars uh the Skywalker Saga is hands down I think one of the best Lego games ever made yeah. um it's certainly one of my favorites up there with like Lego City and probably Lego I loved Lego Avengers personally I thought Lego Avengers was great um so and uh you know of course not including some of the more classic ones of course like lego indiana jones and the original lego star wars and stuff like that you know but um but in terms of like more recent stuff since they've started, you know, changing direction. Yeah, this is hands down one of the best, if not the best. And just the amount of content that's packed into this thing is crazy. There's just yeah, so much to there's do. There's a lot. You know? Yeah, price, like I'm just... guessing. Yeah, it's sixty bucks. Yeah. Um, Unless you buy it on PlayStation, I think it's seventy. But maybe it's yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Well the deluxe edition is seventy, but yeah, on PlayStation yeah, the base right. game might even be seventy. Maybe. Um so but uh but it's it's fantastic i mean i really it really is but yeah I, I really hope they patch that soon i don't know if they patched it just yet I don't you know. know it's hard to tell on xbox because xbox automatically patches stuff even when it's like in sleep mode and like even because i never feel like i actually personally see a system software update you know like when you turn on your switch or when you turn on your playstation yeah. it's just like hey we protected <laughs> a new you know a system firmware update do you do you want to an xbox uh, just it does it <laughs> yeah it just does it so like i rarely see that so like and so i'll go and like occasionally 
every couple months I'll just think about it because I did this like the other week where I was just like, I haven't updated this thing in a while, man. Let me go to settings. I go to settings. I go to update systems uh, firmware. And it was like, you're up to date. I'm like, I guess. Yeah. If you say so. Like, I always go I, to, I I always, when I turn on my Xbox, I always go to my downloads and see my download history of what downloaded while I was asleep or yeah. why someone was, because there's so much downloads in the background when I'm not around. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I guess I did update. Didn't it? But it's, it's great that it actually. my favorite things on the PlayStation. You know, it'll yeah. ping your notifications, right? It's like, oh, we mm-hmm. updated these games or we yeah. installed this yeah. system update. Except That's this last like, system oh, yeah, update, yeah. I turned on my PlayStation and it hadn't updated it, and it was like, "Nope, you have to do you have to do the update before you could sign in." I'm like, "What's up with that?" So yeah, I did mine's that, usually but... mine usually have to do manually. Like it does let me know when there is one, but even though I set it to automatic, it's still I still have to approve it for some reason. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know. Why. It's not on the PlayStation Five. It hasn't been every every update usually does it unless it's like some kind of major update, and I think that's what this say, one yeah, was. I, I, I think it's all of the minor updates. It's going to automatically push those through. But if there's like a one that's really going to change things, they let you manually do that just in case, I don't know, there's a, it's going to brick it or, or something. Yeah. They want to make yeah. sure that it's not widespread. I turned on my PlayStation today just because I hadn't had it on in a month and turned it on. It was like, oh, nothing's up to date because you got to sign in. Well, you got to update the system software. I'm like, oh, crap. So I signed in and then let it sit here for 45 minutes and update what games I have installed on there. It's like, wow, nothing patched while it was off. But yeah, I know. I, that's why I keep all my systems in standby for that reason. So I usually do. Same. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I know. I'm not a green person when it comes to that. It takes a <laughs> <laughs> no convenience yeah i prefer convenience on some, some things yeah. more so than i do um, saving some electricity yeah just that's just me so. i spent six hundred dollars on my consoles please update yourself yeah. thank you yeah also yeah. can you make me breakfast yes yeah. i can <laughs> oh yeah i can it gets hot enough you can just put a piece of bread it's on there it'll toast it <laughs> the xbox is making toast yeah it'll, it'll do Switches that over here making you know, turning on the coffee pot. I, uh, I can dream. I, well, I want you, my hobbies you... to be automated. You know? yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to work tab. Fun. Update. <laughs> well, can't you connect like Alexa to Xbox now, yes. so you can like. Yeah, so you can use Xbox. your Xbox to talk to her and control. I absolutely do because I can. When I come downstairs to play games, I I literally say turn on game room, and it turns on the lights down here. It turns on my Xbox, it turns on my TV, and it turns on whatever else, you know, my surround sound system yeah, if it's hooked up to. And yeah. I literally, all I got to do is just sit down and turn the control bar on. That's all I yeah. got to do. I don't, I don't <laughs> have light switches anymore. It's well, well, light. well, Mr. Yeah. Modern. Well. <laughs> I can't do it with the PlayStation because what happens is the, with the, if the PlayStation, oh, it's, well, no, what aggravates me is to have the, the TV, have the PlayStation and the Xbox both recognize the TV. If you turn on the Xbox, the PlayStation will come on as well because the TV comes on and vice versa. If you turn on the PlayStation, then the Xbox comes on because the TV comes on. So I have to choose. Do I want the Xbox to do that? Or do I want the PlayStation to do that? Because they don't play well together on the TV for some reason. So it's the Xbox. It's not the PlayStation set up that way. Because I play the Xbox more than the PlayStation, so priorities, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
But I, that, that's what aggravates me to death because if I, if I turn it on and then I, I'm like, oh, well, let me turn off the PlayStation. Well, it turns off the TV and it turns off the Xbox, even though I want the Xbox to stay on. So it just got to the point where it was just too, it was fighting. They were fighting against each other with the TV. So it just wasn't worth it anymore. Yeah. So, but anyway, Dennis, All go ahead. Wars are enough now there's TV wars. Oh, no. Isn't it? <laughs> it's terrible. First world problems. First world problems. Yeah. Um, That's like my PC. Yeah. Um, but go ahead, Dennis. Since we were talking about uh, uh, Lego Star Wars, you can go ahead and talk a little bit about, real quick, about what you've been playing. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll just kind of move on from that uh, just because I, I do have a bit of a list this time around. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, just to summarize, Lego Star Wars, the new one, it's fantastic. It's unlike any other Lego game. Um, if you like Lego games in general, do yourself a favor and get it. It's worth it. It's absolutely worth it. Like usually, usually, and I, I talked to you about this too, John. Like usually, you and I wait for you know Lego games. Yeah, so I like, usually do. Yeah, like like just dirt cheap on sale. Well, you know, once reviews um, came out though, I couldn't do it. It was like, yeah, oh, I really want to play that All the reviews were great. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. My girlfriend surprised me with it, so it was because uh, I was just gonna wait personally. But then I I started laughing because when I got on the Xbox, I saw that uh, it said friends that I've played, and I saw you on it. And I was like, there he goes. He did it. Yep. <laughs> John did it. Yep, I did it. I did it. No, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't planning on buying it either, but I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, Lego Star Wars is <laughs> a fantastic, fantastic game. And, again, if you like Lego games in general, um, this is unlike any of the rest. And do yourself a favor again. It's great. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, outside of that um, – uh, I played something uh, on Aperna, which I'm sure we're all familiar with at this point. Um, they released a new game recently called A Memoir Blue, and uh, it, it did release day and date on Xbox Game Pass. And uh, I love Annapurna, so like anything that they put out, you know, uh, you know, I want to try right day away. One. And play. Yeah, it's always day one for me. I, I, lo- I love them; they're great. Um, what was that? No, nothing. I'm just chiming in, listening to you. Oh, okay. So, um, but yeah, more, more more recently, I think the last game we played recently, that one we talked about Annapurna, was uh, The Artful Escape, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the last Annapurna game um, I played, I believe. Uh, but yeah, Memoir Blue just came out. And uh, it's very short. I mean, it's. I mean, that game can't be longer than. How long did it take for you, John? Maybe. Like I 100% hour-wise? it in. Well, hang on, I'll tell you. Because okay. I, I don't remember. It was it was about an hour and a half, maybe okay. something like that. But let me let yeah. me check and give you the official official. Okay. Number. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, it yeah, one uh, unofficial number. Yeah, two. I, I don't want to fib and make everybody think that I was just flying through I, the game. I want to hear the speculative numbers. Uh, I want to say it was an hour, <laughs> but let me an hour and a uh, half. But let me see. Yeah, that sounds right. Honestly, it's about the length of a movie, um, give or take. And hour uh, honestly, and twenty minutes. Okay. So okay, yeah. that makes sense. Um, it was a yeah, good hour was, and twenty minutes. <laughs> it was, yeah, no, it was it a was, good game. It was a solid. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was really really solid. A great experience. Um, it uh, is definitely unorthodox. Like, don't go in expecting. You know, it's not a walking simulator. It's not a really a point and click either. I don't know. It was just it was super unique. Yeah, because it was like. It was almost like the most elaborate visual novel I've ever played. Yeah. Um, because the game sort of plays itself, but there are some 
I mean, would you I, would you even call it puzzle elements? It wasn't even really puzzle. No, it was it, just like connect the dots. Yeah, right? it was just it's like, like kind of move this or that to move the story yeah. along. I mean, that's really yeah. all it was. Um, yeah, so like that's really all it was, and you just kind of do that. I mean, there were some moments where you had to sort of, I suppose, think. But otherwise, it was a pretty straightforward, linear uh, story that, um, you know, tells – it kind of conveys its narrative through – uh, entirely through imagery, right? There's mm. no voice acting or anything like that. There's no, uh, there's very little to read. Even everything is pretty much told through uh, imagery, and you just have to essentially, um, you know, sort of break down and, and deduce the story um, and the emotions from there. So, but it was it was fantastic. I enjoyed it so much. I played it through uh, three times. Again, not long. So the, the following two times I played, I just I sped right through it. They couldn't mm. have been longer than like. 20 minute sessions once i actually like ran through it but um since i knew you know what to do at that point but yeah my first initial run was like maybe i want to say maybe about an hour and a half um but i think my total play time is probably anywhere between like two to three hours just because again i was trying to get um uh, all the achievements after that which were very straightforward because my first playthrough was just very much all right just play through the game don't be bothered by achievements don't be distracted by that just you know and sit enjoy it take it and revel in it you know see i, I did the exact opposite i i just Got all the achievements the first time and went, okay, yeah. I don't have to play it again. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, it's the first time I downloaded a game and it took me 10 minutes to download it, an hour and a half to play it, and then 10 minutes to delete it. Yeah, it was like two hours. <laughs> I was done. Yeah, I, uh, I downloaded, yeah. played it, and deleted it. It was like, yep, this is yeah. great. I like this. This is. Yeah. <laughs> I wish more was like that. Yeah, honestly. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> like... yeah. uh, honestly, I feel like the last thing we probably played that was probably similar to that was probably what? Unpacking. Yeah, Unpacking was like that. Was like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, which, uh, phenomenal game. But, anyways. Um, but, yeah, no, Memoir Blue, I mean, you know, I ended up getting all the achievements for it. I don't know. I don't, 100% of it, if that's what you want to call it on Xbox. I, I, I just kind of use the generalized term, the platinum. I got yeah. the platinum on it, you know, so even if it's on Xbox. But, uh, but yeah, no, it was. It was fantastic, and um, yeah, again, a little odd at first, so you know, you might not understand the story the first time around, but uh, you kind of get the gist of it, and yeah. it's super unique. I mean, I really haven't played anything like it. Again, it was like one of the most elaborate visual novels, if you will, um, that I've probably ever played, because it was more in line with that, but the gameplay elements were more like a connect-the-dots thing, because you weren't really ever moving the character, per se. You were just kind of manipulating the environment. Mm -hmm. Um and then once you got it right, then the sort of next sequence sequence would sort of naturally trigger after that. So, um, but yeah, Memoir Blue, Annapurna, Xbox Game Pass, check it out. It's awesome if you want a nice, short, sweet game and an easy thousand game report. Yep. So, um, but uh, but yeah, after that, um, been playing uh, a little bit of Tormented Souls. I played uh, that probably uh, over the course of the last two weeks. Wrote a review on that and tormented souls is very much akin to you know the older survival horror games of like you know the late 90s early 2000s we're talking like og resident evil right og silent hill so you know you're gonna have those fixed camera angles uh tank controls however the tank controls they're not um like uh, uh mandated uh they are optional so you can just use your left thumbstick to you know move around with a full 360 you know, uh, 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 control scheme. So, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, it kind of harkens back to that era of gaming and I missed it. I mean, I liked it a lot. It was definitely, uh, I, I called it a 
passionate but faulty love letter in my review. And reason being is because you can see they put a lot of time, effort, and love into this game, and you can tell that this was a game that was definitely, without a doubt, just wearing all its inspirations on its sleeve, right? Like, it was proud of, you know, the legacy behind it and wanted to sort of um, celebrate that as a whole. So, mm-hmm. um, so and, it, and it did that very, very well. However, the game um, almost, in a lot of ways, is almost too authentic because it doesn't take a lot of the more modern quality of life um, uh, mechanics and stuff that we sort of take for granted now. And, you know, like, uh, for example, it uses a limited save system and by limited save i mean something similar to again like resident evil where they had ink ribbons right like in the original resident evil games and but they use more like uh tapes in this one and on a tape recorder and but they are few and far between so like even though my initial instinct the moment i find one is to oh my god save because i haven't saved in the last (laughs) hour you know because they're so rare and hard to find, I still hold on to it for as long as I can, right? Until like I'm at that point where I'm just like, no, okay, I've done too much. Like I absolutely need to save or I'm on the verge of death. I don't want to do all that over again. Let me save, you know? Um, you know, so even then it's like, okay, I've done so too there's much. there's like a have. big, like intense nature behind it. That sort of, uh, again, is reminiscent to that time. But I feel like with the ink ribbon system, like I never felt stressed personally. Mm-hmm. Like I always had at least two or three uh, in tow you know um on me so i mean like yeah they were limited but again like i you know it was never an issue still with ink ribbons but this is like man like you go through a lot and if you die there's that's a lot of progress that's just lost you know and and i was hoping that it would be sort of similar to kind of like how some games do it i guess in particular roguelites where like you're you're gonna be expected to die um, but at least smaller things like collectibles or upgrades, you'll keep those, you know, now you'll have to start back to the beginning of whenever your last save was, but, you know, certain, um, certain key items, not necessarily items. So like if you found six potions, you know, and you die, you're going to lose all six of those potions, but at least the more important things, right? Like just key items and passive upgrades and stuff like that. Um, they let you keep. Right, so that way, you know, on your next run, you can maybe have a little bit of a better chance, and then on your next run after that, a little bit more of a better chance, and you know, so on and so forth. Something to, you know, well, just like roguelite, something like you know, Hades is always the first thing that comes to mind, right? So, um, where you know you're expected to die multiple, multiple times, but at least you can, you know, you keep your crystals and things like that, and then you can just upgrade um, your abilities from there. So um, that way, you have a better chance of survival the next time around. That's not the case here. So, like, you know, if you find a key to go into a room, you know, or if you, you know, have a very important cutscene that happens that you think would not necessarily auto-save, but at least keep track of that progress, it's too bad. Because uh, if you die after that, you got to go through all that over again. So there's a lot of frustrations that come with that. And I'm like, look, this is a little too authentic. <laughs> you know, so, like, this is only going to be for a set specific demographic and I think you're kind of hurting you know not necessarily your chances to be successful because you can still be successful even for a very limited demographic we've seen that happen all the time but it's there's a reason why we don't see those types of games 
anymore, and it's not because I don't think people want to make those games, but there's a set nature to the mechanics that just don't translate well anymore in this day and age with how the technology has grown and how video games have grown. So there's a lot that Tormented Souls does that, again, is super genuine, super authentic, and very passionate of the games that, you know, created a legacy and created you know the the draw and the appeal and the popularity of the genre that it has today you know stuff like resident evil silent hill uh haunting grounds rule of rose eternal darkness right the list goes on and on um but again you need to find that fine balance of like look it's 2022 now you know what i mean so if i'm gonna play these old games I'm just going to go back and play the old games. Like, right. you know, even though even though you have this new um, sort of environment, if it doesn't feel much different, I don't really want to waste my time, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, so to say. So, um, but overall, I, I did like it a lot. Um, and the environment was fantastic. Like, you run around this little mansion slash ward, and, uh, and the puzzles are really well done. Uh... And yeah, now on the Switch, it doesn't look very good. Um, it does look like a PS2 game. And I know a lot of people say that as a joke, you know, to be like, oh, look how bad those graphics are. But this literally, like if you were to side-by-side compare this with an actual PS2 game, it would look like a PS2 game. <laughs> uh, however, this is one of those rare cases where on the Switch in particular, it almost does it a sort of favor. Because again, because it's so genuine and reminiscent of those older games, I do feel like I'm playing almost like a remastered version of one of those older games, right? So it's kind of cool. To Does it degree. feel it's more cool. like a decision that they they did, or is it just the production value wasn't there? I think this is primarily just the limitations of the hardware, because if you look at it on Steam and on Xbox, and I think it's on PlayStation as well, um, it actually looks very pretty. Again, it's not going to blow you away. But um, the lighting looks good and everything looks, I mean, you know, more modern is probably the better word to use, more contemporary. But I I do think the way that it looks on Switch, the sort of visual fidelity being downgraded to such a, not necessarily a severe uh, place, but but definitely a noticeable hit um, that I think it was just the limitations of the hardware. but otherwise, like, it looks crisp when you play it in handheld mode. Like, it actually looks really, really crisp. You start to really notice the quality difference on, like, a TV though, um, and on a bigger screen. But playing on an OLED, I mean, the game runs perfectly fine, and it does look pretty solid on an OLED. Definitely not the worst game I've seen, you know, visually. Uh, far from it, actually. Um, and again, this is one of those rare cases where I feel like because, you know, it is sort of a love letter to those types of games, it almost is to its benefit <laughs> you know so it's one of those rare cases where like hey the graphics are worse but it still looks okay <laughs> you know like it still it still works for what it is it it works to its favor they made it they made they took advantage of the lesser graphics right, right. It, it, it almost so it almost complemented it in a weird way again very rare case that's not always the case it's um but um but yeah, you know, if you're looking for something uh, very, very old school, um, you know, survival old school, you know, it's it's a great game. But again, this game is not going to hold your hand. It's not going to ask for your forgiveness. So, you know, be prepared, you know, to face 
you know, certain death. Because, I mean, you, you can go through the game without dying, for sure. But, um, you know, if you get a little too adventurous or, you know, a little too cocky with, you know, your, your once again, very limited storage or inventory space, because uh, you will have to do a lot of resource management like you did in the older games, um, you know, you, you are going to pay the price. So, you know, you got to have a little bit of patience while you're playing this game but uh, but otherwise it, it is it is a very very good game um but it's not going to be for everyone so yeah um uh in addition to that um i put tunic back on here even though we i played it and talked about it last time but i just wanted to put it back on here to say i beat it <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I, I beat it. Tunic. yeah we did it um tunic fantastic man one of my favorite games i think to come out in years i mean what a just a beautiful beautiful game and again i don't think this is a game i probably would have touched if it wasn't for xbox game pass you know i feel like we talk about xbox game pass a lot on the podcast but i mean it's worth mentioning that like this is a service that is just so wonderful and just like it exposes you to games that you otherwise not necessarily wouldn't be interested in but you probably hold out on right or just wait for a sale on you know but because it's there you're just like eh, why not let me try it you know yeah, see with me um, though tunic i the minute i saw it it's like i gotta i, I was gonna buy it i'm still planning on buying oh, it yeah. i'm holding yeah. off just in case there's a physical release of it yeah yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of what i'm holding off on but yeah i mean i i was i was they kept going i, I followed the, the the developer on twitter and she kept going it's going to release on this date i'm like why don't i have a pre-order up it's going to release on this date why don't i have a pre-order up oh it's going to be yeah. on game pass that's why oh okay well <laughs> <laughs> yeah but. and uh yeah if there's any game that deserves a physical release that's that because i think oh, it, yeah. you can make a really nice collector's edition of that too of course mm -hmm. number one that manual gotta have a physical version of that manual beautiful yeah. beautiful manual beautiful manual um however it almost i feel like that would kind of do for people who haven't played tunic yet that might be a disservice just because like part of the fun and the mystery and the exploration of tunic comes from collecting those pages because there's yeah. a lot of mystery in that world so if you have a physical version of that manual the problem is you could just go to page yeah you'd already have it all figured out so. exactly so that might be sort of a disservice but for people who have already played the game like us I, I, it would be amazing. Yeah. It would be amazing. Oh. I absolutely love that manual, but I do feel like it would again be disadvantageous to, or advantageous, depending on how you look at it, to people who haven't played the game yet. Just because, like, again, you, you're going to lose a little bit of appreciation for that wonder mm -hmm. and exploration and that mystery if you already have all the pages there right in front of you physically. So, um, but uh, but yeah, because again, I mean, I said this on the last podcast. We're like playing Tunic was like learning in a new language. And, like, it was just absolutely fantastic. There's a lot that's going to confuse you, right? That's a lot that's not going to make sense. But once it does, it's just, like, like, it just blows your mind. And it's just so beautifully put together. And the way it all comes together is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, no, I beat it. It's an incredible, incredible game. One of my favorite games to come out in the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, uh, I know we talked on the last podcast also that, uh, you know, we played... Uh, John, you said you played an early, or was it Eric? You played an early, early demo. I played an early, ago, early demo. I did. Uh, I, I played it. I saw it at PAX, at PAX, but I never got a chance to play it. But I, I was always okay. interested in yeah. it. Yeah, I played it at GDEX two, okay. two or three years ago in Columbus. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I got my first taste of it through Ludonericon, which was a virtual uh, indie event that happened last summer. 
and um, so I got sent a personal demo for that, a press demo, and uh, played a little bit of it on PC, loved it, um, but then uh, shortly after, I think they had a public public demo that you, that you could get for a limited time on Xbox, mm -hmm. yep. And um, but that, for me personally, was, I think, John, you said it was okay for you, but for me, yeah. it was broken, man. They still had like the like PC like UI and everything. I was like, what in the world? This yeah. is a mess. Yeah. Um, so I was a little bit worried. But uh, but it was it was ended up being just an absolutely uh, in, incredible game. Like once the full version came out, I couldn't put it down, man. I couldn't put it down. It's just yeah. that influence of like you know playing like Zelda, but having a sort of feeling that is very reminiscent of like Fez, and with a little bit of like, I don't know. I mean, it really is like that nice balance of like Fez and uh, let's just say like a link between worlds, really. Yeah. It's just such a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful game. Like, man, like like when we do the top 10, assuming there's not any other like crazy amount of games that come out later this year, but so far, I mean, we're in the fourth month, month so we're already a third of the way there. But like when we do you man, know, our top to 10, I know yeah. it is crazy. It is, yeah. But, <laughs> but once we do... Our top ten later this at the end of the year on the podcast. I promise you, Tunic will probably be on there. I promise. Oh, yeah, you. I know it will be for me. Yeah, I know it'll yeah. be. I, unless I can't. Th th I mean, I know there'll be a lot of games come out, but I can't imagine there being nine more games that I think are better than it, or ten more games that I think are better than it. Yeah, I'm sure something will come out, you know. But uh, but we'll see. We'll see as as the year goes on, you know. I mean, of course, there's probably still going to be stuff that's coming out this year that hasn't even been announced. Yeah, yet, true. You know, stuff that's surprise releases and things like that that happens all the time. So, um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, uh, beat Tunic. So you know, round of applause for that. Yep. <laughs> that was an, an incredible, incredible game. And uh, yeah, if you have Xbox Game Pass and you like stuff like Fez um and uh older zelda games um it do yourself a favor play it man it, it is it is it's one of those chef kiss the chef's kiss moments you know yeah, like it really is it's it's it's, it's worth a play. yeah um yeah and uh in addition to that also via xbox game pass started playing a game called echo generation um i liked it but i sort of started falling off because this game was way too grindy man like it mm. it it, again, a beautiful art style. Like, if you've seen it, it's got this voxel art style that is, and it, oh my god, when you play it in 4K on a big screen TV, oh, it, it, the game the game is beautiful. It, they don't look like graphics. They actually look like, you know, actual, like, blocks, mm -hmm. you know, that, that, like, on your screen. It's fantastic. Um, so the, the art direction is just magnificent in that game. Um, and I was getting into the story. It has very much, like, a Stranger Things vibe. And uh, I think the game takes place in like the 90s, um, not necessarily or like late 80s, early 90s. And uh, yeah, you just gather um, a couple of friends um, and you just start going through this town and there's like uh, you're writing a story, like the sci-fi story about aliens. But then like your story, you realize is sort of coming to life and you're like, what in the world? Um, it reminded me a lot of uh, God, what's that game? Saturday Night, Saturday Night RPG. Yeah. Saturday morning RPG. Saturday morning right? RPG. Saturday, Saturday morning, morning, Saturday morning, morning RPG. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It it reminded me almost to the T of that game, um, but more more tailored to like nineties and stuff. And uh yeah, and of course the art direction's different, but almost like that. So if you like Saturday morning RPG, chances are you're gonna love Echo Generation. Um so Saturday morning RPG meets maybe like it was a little sprinkling of like Stranger Things, right? Um so Echo Generation, it just everything about it I actually loved. However, Gameplay-wise, 
even though it was fine at first, started getting a little too grindy for me. And it got to a point where I'm just like, look, I just want to move on. You know, like, mm -hmm. come on, like, I want to experience this world, mm -hmm. this story, this whole thing is beautiful. And it got grindy. Again, I, I need to em emphasize, though, or clear, it's grindy. It's not hard. It's just grindy, you know? Just so, like, that's your time. Exactly. Like, it's just, it's so time consuming, right? And it's just like, God, man, like, I've just, I've been facing these. Yeah damn raccoons for like 40 minutes because i'm trying i'm only gonna... <laughs> I mean, uh, such a shame uh, it sounds like the game is just really getting in the way of itself and, and it is it is it is and that's the perfect way to put it it is getting in the way of itself but you literally fight raccoons i mean you fight things in the overworld and stuff like that and there's these talking raccoons that are just like hey man we're not gonna let Don't you pass those raccoons man they can be jerks oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but these raccoons literally just keep popping out of nowhere. They're just like, hey, we're not going to let you through, man, unless you, like, give us, like, your trash. And, like, I don't have any trash on me. Like, well, I'll see one with two legs right now. <laughs> they just start talking all, you know, it's so savage and stuff, and it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's, the, the writing is great. Honestly, everything about that game is great, it's just, except for the grindiness, and it's, it's just it's hard for me to get the willpower to just keep going because, again, it's, it's exhausting, you know? And, uh, and you know, I'm, I'm someone who plays a lot of RPGs, so grind is not an issue. However... When you're grinding the same raccoon over and over again for 12 experience and you need about mm -hmm. 350 experience to get to the next level yeah. with a growing allotment per level, I can't. I can't, you know. Go So let's just say you're on level 4, you're trying to go to level 5, right? You need 300 experience to go to level 5, right? Okay, once you've reached level 5, now you need 400 experience, okay. then 500 experience, so on and so forth. And when when I can't progress because I got this big thing in front of me, but I can't beat it because it's killing me in two hits you know i can only I don't have the proper hp i can only kill so many wild boars in the opening land of wow um know, <laughs> it just sounds like you need to get good you know oh man who's Holy... the raccoon now yeah Ooh, really <laughs> to clarify i did end up you know beating the boss that i'm talking about but it's one of those things where it just takes so much time where it's just like, it, it is, is it worth it? You know, like yeah. genuinely, is it, is it worth it? Because you, I feel like you're artificially prolonging the game that way because here you could have a great two hour game, but now you have an eight hour game where I spend six hours of those eight hours purely trying to get my level up, Yeah. you know? And, mm. and that to me is not a good use mm -mm. of, your game and uh, respecting the player's time as well, because you're putting a lot of investment into this that has very that it, there's very little return on investment, right? So sure. and it, and that can be very it can feel demeaning, it can feel sort of uh, uh, you know just yeah I, I don't know it just it just feels very you know because of, because of how exhausting it is you're just very on grinding for grinding going. sake yeah and, and, and you yeah. know to be clear yeah. grinding is not a bad thing and no 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 not at, all. Grinding, grinding, not at but, all but it should always be for like that optional like i want to go above and beyond because i've loved this game you know yeah, so exactly. much that i i want right. to give it my time but it shouldn't 100%. be the requirement to experience the you know the meat and potatoes exactly so exactly I, I yeah i mean the couldn't couldn't have been said more perfect. I mean, really, that that is, to summarize it, basically that, right? And it's just so unfortunate because, again, you know, I've been playing RPGs my whole life. Grinding is not a problem, but just like Rob eloquently put, just you know, uh, you're 
grinding for grinding's sake, right? It's not you're not grinding because mm-hmm. you know you're choosing to, you know, because again, I've I've spent hours just grinding, right? Because I want to get my Pokemon to level 100, right? Or I yeah. want to get my Dragon Quest party, you know, to just and I want to feel like a god, right? I did it in Octopath Travel. I spent three hours, you know, probably per session just doing nothing but grinding. Didn't have to. I could have kept going, you know, but I like challenging myself fighting the bigger enemies right ones that will give me either good drops or you know uh, a decent amount of experience to get me you know closer to where i would feel personally more comfortable where i can just handle the next couple of hours no problem you know just you know wipe the dust off my hands so um but yeah this is you know it's it's just so unfortunate it's given me very little motivation to keep going even though it's a beautiful game and i'm sure it's a great game um but i again it's I, I don't really have the will to keep going. Um, and to make things even crazier, I saw in some of the reviews people were saying that apparently the game had to get patched because a lot of the enemies that you fought did not respawn. They were one and done. So now they respawn. I'm like, how were you even supposed to go through this game then if well, yeah. every enemy wasn't one and done? Because then you'd be fighting this boss at a level three instead of the level five or six that I'm at. You know, and like, how 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 do you do it? Because I'm being, you know, ta- tactical also, right? It looks like, all right, I'll use a big move that will take some MP, you know, and then he'll hit me for this much. And I'm all, you know, just doing all this math in my head. Okay, well, I have a couple of cookies because you just, you know, there's a bunch all this food that you pick up and that gives you, um, that gives you that replenishes HP, right? So um, I'm like, all right, well, I'm set on this. Like, I can survive this, you know, at the level that I'm at, won't be an issue, but like. My God, man! Just like you know, why that 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 just blew my mind when I was reading some of the early reviews of just like you know, people just being like, man, this game. You know, I'm updating my review because you know they did patch it and fixed you know added a lot of quality of life things like mainly respawn respawning en- enemies because they didn't <laughs> respawn before. When they were dead, they were dead. That was it. That was it, and that was a lot of people's biggest complaint. Where it's just like, Thanks. how do you expect me to get stronger or even face this thing? You know, when you're not giving me the ability to even train. Yeah, you know, that, that makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, but, um, but yeah, otherwise, like, if that wasn't such a thing, man, I would have nothing but nice things to say about this game. And I probably would have beaten this game by now. Um, but it's just, it's a little too grindy asking. It, it's, it, and it's, there's very little return on investment, very little reward. And, um, yeah, it, it's it's unfortunate, but for those that can stick with it, I have no doubt you're gonna love it. And uh, you know, it, again, it, it's a beautiful game. The art style is fantastic, and the writing is great. So, um, so I'm just gonna run through these last couple. Um, started playing uh, Judgment again. I played it years ago when it came out on uh, PlayStation Four, uh, but um, started playing it on the uh, Series X. And, uh, yeah, it's great to be back in, man, just, you yeah. know, because, I, I mean, I, I love Ryugaku Toku Studios. I mean, they're yeah. an incredible, incredible team. And, I haven't jumped uh, into Judgment yet, but I've, every time it's on sale, I'm like, I need I need yeah. to get this. Yeah. But I don't know yeah. why I can't pull the trigger. I don't remember. Was it I, that about the what? guy, like, left the, the studio or something? and After he got yeah, they, one and two done, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And so, like, I don't want to start it and then love it and then be upset that he's not with it anymore so i don't know i don't know yeah. I, I bought i bought both of them day one uh physically but i've yet to play them yet <laughs> but i do yeah, that with those true. games I, I you know it's like i gotta buy them day one just because it's like i feel well, obligated to buy them because <laughs> yeah. i know i'm gonna buy them anyway but i feel obligated to buy yeah. them day one because you know it's like well if i don't they'll never put them on here again yeah <laughs> um 
but yeah, like, but Judgment is is fantastic. I mean, if you're a fan of Yakuza, it goes without saying you're gonna love Judgment. Mm. And um, but now that Yakuza, because I think they said like a dragon and onwards from now on, it is gonna be that sort of turn-based RPG style. Yeah. So Judgment is kind of the new Yakuza, right. if you will, if you want that sort of beat 'em up brawl. Yeah, and, and that's why I didn't jump into like a dragon is uh, even though it does kind of continue on that story in its own way, I, I didn't really think i would care so much for the uh and like a dragon is so good it, it is and amazing. i hear that <laughs> yeah. i like it better than the other ones because i've tried a couple yakuza games and never got dented it and i put like well over 100 hours into like a dragon because of that because you get to you get to get a little bit more in the nitty-gritty of the goofy moves and stuff when you can get to do everybody and you're doing it like the turn-based rpg thing and they have fun with it and it gets goofier yeah. the further into the game you get it's so much fun <laughs> Yeah, the game is the game's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and so I, game I can't recommend like a dragon enough. Yep. Yeah, of course it is. Game oh. yeah, like a dragon. Well, maybe I'll try that. Yep. And uh, but yeah, no, I mean it's it like Yakuza like a dragon is 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 fantastic. But um, you know, even as someone who's played all the other Yakuza's, also, um, you know, yeah, it's unfortunate to well, unfortunate is not the best word, but it, it's a little jarring let me say that to you know to deal with now a turn-based sort of fight system right but it it works it works honestly and like uh you know ichigo is is he's a big rpg fan anyway so it just kind of works for like him and his background (laughs) and um i think it works because they fit it to a character if they tried to just throw it in with all the characters from previous games and stuff then it would be more of a problem maybe but yeah it's almost like it's just a new game but they keep the yakuza name on it for name recognition right yeah. Pretty much, yeah, um, yeah, and it's 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 fantastic. I I loved it, and uh, you know, I, I would say give it a shot. I think you're still gonna love it, Robert. Like I, I genuinely think you're still gonna love it. Um, but yeah, it might take a second to get used to. But uh, but it's not an overly complex system either. I mean, they've even designed it yeah. in a way where it's just like, look, it's you know, if you still want to spam buttons as if you were playing old Yakuza, you can still do that here, and you know, but it did just be turn based. Um, very so, quick turn based systems, for yeah, sure. Basically. Yeah. You're not sitting there um, agonizing over choices very much. You're pretty much just like, ding, 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 go, go, yeah. go, and then the encounter's done. Exactly. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Judgment's kind of taken that new sort of perspective of how Yakuza used to be, and, and of course, you have those, you know, the, the detective aspect of it, so it's just like a super fleshed out, like, you know, Yakuza meets ace attorney <laughs> you know <laughs> and uh, or professor layton you know and uh it's it's fantastic man i mean you know once again you're in Camarocho and you know it's it's a stunning city it has just so much depth to it and um and yeah the you know the the story gets juicy it's 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 wonderful and everything is just so authentically japanese i mean they do such a good job recreating um uh the real place which is uh kabukicho you know so uh so yeah, but it's 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 a wonderful wonderful game, and I've been playing that on the Series X, and uh, it looks crisp, man. Like in, in 4K, like they, like I didn't think they would enhance much, but like you know, mm-hmm. coming from the PS4 version, like I'm like, like okay, all right, you definitely like up to the res because this looks crisp. Yeah. You know, again, it's not gonna blow you away, but when you compare the PS4 version to the Series X version, oh yeah, no, it's it's like you know, you definitely see it. It's it's clean. It is yeah. clean. Uh, it's crisp, and uh, game runs beautifully too. Absolutely beautiful. Um, in addition to that, uh, played through a game called Simulacra, which I've seen um, over the course of the last couple of years. Um, I've seen some YouTubers play it, and uh, I know it's pretty popular on the um, as a mobile game on the telephone. Um, but but it's 
one of those like text-based adventures, but not how you're used to of like, you know, this is an Oregon Trail, right? <laughs> like this is, or some older Sierra games. Right. Like it's text-based as in literally like you're texting somebody like on a phone, right? And you have a gallery look through and a, you know, a <laughs> web browser and everything like that. But there's a story being told through the messages that you exchange. And uh, it's insane. Like, and I've played other games uh, like that before. And it's... They're, they can be hit or miss a lot of the time. Simulacra was good, um, but maybe not the best place to start if you're looking to get getting into those games. I would definitely try playing a game like that on your phone first. Even if you're not into mobile games, at least give one of those games a try on your phone first, something like Sentence. Mm. or I'm uh, always looking for a mobile game to get into, but none of them ever catch me. Even when I try, I just can't stick to them. Yeah, uh, try... Try just try that because I think because it feels very natural when you play it, right? Because I mean, you're just playing the game how you would normally use your phone, right? Texting, right? Calling, um, you know, web browsing, so on and so forth. Only you're doing it through a certain inter interface that again is familiar, but it's through it's it's gameplay. You know, it's it's really interesting. Um, uh, but yeah, I'd highly recommend either Sentence, uh, Duskwood. Or um, there's a game called Seven, Seven, Seven something. Hmm. Um, but they're all like horror based. I don't know how you would make a game like that not horror based. I mean, I guess you could. You could probably make. I feel like they wouldn't be as exciting. I don't know. But like, but they're all horror games. Um, uh, or well, maybe not horror game. Well, well interactive horror. It, well, I mean that. Yeah, you know, yeah. But like either. But they're scary though, right? Or like very. They make you uncomfortable because it can be like a mystery or a thriller, right? Where it's like, oh, one of my friends got lost. Like in the case of Simulacra, where it's just like, oh, like it starts getting more horror based down the line. But um, at first, it kind of becomes more of a mystery thriller, right? Where it's just like, hey, this phone showed up on my doorstep. Um, I don't know whose phone it is, but I have access to the lock. So, you know, you get into it and then you start, you know, people keep messaging you like, hey, where are you? And it's just like, hey, I'm not this person you're looking for. It's like, okay, well, who are you? What are you doing with her phone? And you start exchanging her, you know, messages like that, where she's like, look, you have her phone. Maybe you can find information of where she last went, stuff like that. And it's crazy. It's like a crazy detective, you know, sometimes they're murder mysteries. Sometimes they're just straight up mysteries, thrillers. Um, and then they turn into like crazy horror, like way down the line. So, um but yeah, no, it's 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 super interesting. Simulacra on the Xbox wasn't like the best, but um, but it was it was good for what it, for what it was. I, I think I like the other ones um, that I play on mobile just a little bit better, um, like Sentence, like Duskwood, um, which I highly recommend those. But um, but but yeah, if you're into you know if you're looking for something new even to play, you know look at stuff like that. And I know Steam has a lot of them too. So um, you know Xbox doesn't have too many. I think console just because it's weird to play a game like that on a console, yeah. um, but it worked. I think they translated it pretty well for the most part. Um, but uh, you're gonna see a lot of those games really shine either on mobile or on PC um, because of the use of the mouse and keyboard. Right? Games even like uh, Her Story or Telling Lies and you know things like that where you have to go kind of through a database it just feels more natural to be typing on a keyboard and using a mouse to go through the interface of what is literally a windows desktop you know um mm. you know it doesn't feel as natural when you're doing something like that on a um, with a controller you know, it doesn't, <laughs> yeah doesn't feel right so yeah um but uh but yeah and then uh the last game i played uh on my list here is grow song of the Evertree. uh phenomenal phenomenal game um it is uh by the developers of yonder the cloud cat mm, okay yeah 
Yeah, uh, which we did a review for uh, on the Gamers Lounge. I think it was one of my first reviews, actually, once I got once I joined the team, actually, on the Gamers Lounge. And uh, it was fantastic. I mean, I loved Yonder, loved it. I mean, what a, what a beautiful, wonderful game. And this is just as good. Um, and those guys really just nail, I think they're called Prideful Sloth is the name of the developers. They really yeah. just sort of nail the, just that feeling of just it, making a cathartic experience that is calming, serene, tranquil, right? And going at your own pace, never feeling pressured to hurry up and do these tasks. You know, just explore this beautiful world and do so in this lovely environment with really nice music. Um, it's on sale now, um, or it was on sale about two weeks ago, a week or two ago. Um, but even if it's not on sale, it's normally $25, and which is, uh, you know, well worth the price of that game. And uh, it's pretty, too. I've been playing it on Xbox. Played a little bit on Switch when uh, the game initially came out, like maybe three months ago. Um, and um, game looks and runs great there as well. Um, but on the Xbox, where, you know, you can have, like, the full nature of, you know, what it's trying to show you. So you do get those crisp graphics, the bloom, the depth of field, the shading, everything like that, um, and just a lot more foliage. Um, and it's just, it's a beautiful, it's such a beautiful world. Again, it, it's it's very similar to Yonder in a lot of ways, um, but with some more quality of life things added to it that Yonder didn't do so well. Like Yonder had a lot of like single-use items, like for example, if you wanted to change your hair and you like, you, but you found hair dye, you could only use it once. Now all of that is unlimited, and I think it was the same with like certain accessories and things like that. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so it, but now everything has unlimited use, so you can switch on the fly to your liking, not feel pressured of losing anything. I mean, the game really is just. I feel so calm playing it, but sometimes I feel too calm because I have literally, after an hour or two of playing that game straight, I have literally fallen asleep on the couch. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a, we need more of that. Yeah, we that's the game you want to play before you go to bed. Yeah, yeah, instead of, and yeah. that, that's how I've been playing it, is basically right before I go yeah. to bed. So, so it works out for the I usually put on a Digital Foundries video and watch, start to watch that, and then they start into the technical stuff, and then I start to do it. <laughs> all right let me set my phone thing. okay i'll watch the rest of it tomorrow i usually get through like one episode of the simpsons and i'm not <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah i just i read a book yeah that usually same here the book, yeah. um, but, simpsons or the book uh, <laughs> what the book like for me a book yeah um but uh but yeah you know girl song of the average if you love yonder you're gonna absolutely in love with the girl yeah, and cool. uh i didn't realize that kind of looks yeah. like yeah it looks looks like a very 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 relaxing game to play it looks very no, low stress is. yeah very much yeah. very much um so and then lastly i'm gonna get through it uh is not even a game um but it is related to a game uh it is halo uh but not the game the tv series yeah on paramount plus and i don't know if any of you guys have been watching it man but i've been like Really I watched. I watched the first two, episode. I two episodes. I decided to wait until three or four more come out. I I, I felt like I'd rather binge it than yeah. Uh, I, once I got through the yeah. second episode, I did not want to wait anymore. So I'm just yeah. That's a it smart go. thing. That's a smart thing to do. So like, I watched the first three episodes, um, and then I watched uh, four and five um, 
by themselves because now I'm all caught up now where I have to wait weekly and it's just like man I'm so into that show yeah. now like that show is like a genuinely good sci-fi story never mind the Halo stuff yeah, like, yeah man, like, I'm, I'm enjoying it more as like a sci-fi show than, yeah. than yeah. a Halo show like I, I like all the, the the references like the sound effects and, and all of that yeah. stuff but I'm, I'm going to be one of those guys that, that is just going to hate to be to, to hate but I hate that they, they had him take off his helmet I was like me too well, one I don't like that actor and I knew it was him. And I'm like, I'm just, I can pretend it's not him. It's fine. Yeah. It's like, but then literally. It's like, like it's like Pedro Pascal. Uh, yeah. It's like, oh, I don't need to see his face. I, you know, I know yeah. it's him under there. I don't need to yeah. see it. And then like, he takes it, off his it's mask. Already, it's like, ah. Uh. Already the wrong voice. So, you know, whatever. Fine. Okay. <laughs> Guy's getting old. I get it. But then he takes off the mask. And I'm like, why do you do this to yeah. me? Yeah. Well, well and, at least. And that's what I like about it. You know, I, that's what I like about it is it has nothing to do with the game other than it's Halo and it's in the Halo universe. They didn't yeah. try to follow the story whatsoever. They, it's just, this is their take on what Halo would be. You know, and well, well, I'm fine. Like it, would, it would take, you know, place way in the future yeah. than the games. So, yeah. Or I'm sorry, but, in the past and the future, but. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, I think that's the benefit to, you know, I, I think any sort of sci-fi, right? Especially if it takes place in space where it's just like Halo honestly can go on forever, right? Just like Star Wars has where it's just like, you you know, if, if you run out of a story wherever you're at, just be like, I'm going to a new planet and then just, you know, have a new antagonist there, yeah. you know, or just, you know, a new solar system. Be like, oh, you run the solar system. Oh, my God, you're the Thanos of this area. Oh, my God. You know, it's just, like, just, just, just move. Just move. Go somewhere else. It's space. The yeah. vastness and the, if, you know, the it's a space. It's just go, you know, and then you have you just an unlimited amount of uh, uh, story content there, basically, you know. Um, so, but yeah, no, it's it's been a fantastic, fantastic uh, TV show that has exceeded my expectations, you know. And uh, and man, that armor! I can't get over how great that armor looks. Yeah, mm -hmm. it looks pretty. Cool. My God. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Oh my God! It looks. I would incredible. really love like, to not... see some like behind the scenes stuff to see like how much oh, did you yeah. guys have to like Definitely. fix and post, you know? But yeah, yeah. it looks really good. Well, honestly, I don't think much actually, because if you Paramount Plus, if you go to the extras section, they show you the behind the scenes, and it, honestly, a lot of it looks identical. Wow. So, like, they used as much pra practical effects as they could. Honestly, I mean, really, the CG is mostly used on like the Covenant, basically, yeah. is where a lot of the CG is used. But otherwise, that armor and all of that is is practical. There's practical effects. Yeah. And, it's um, impressive how mobile they made made it then. <sighs> that's true. That's true, because that's always the toughest part, right? right. It's just like, for example, like with with because uh, I know with like some of the DC movies, their capes a lot of the time are CG. Like Superman, yeah, I, you I see think like in most in like ninety percent of the scenes, I'm pretty sure that the, yeah, the capes like, are added and animated. Yeah. So like, a lot go of to like some of the Marvel movies where they literally are just in like mocap suits. Yeah, they yeah, they're just, just all yeah. of it. Well, it's like it's <laughs> like you see it behind the scenes of the Spider Man, you know, and ninety percent of you know yeah. of him was it's he's in a mocap suit. He's not really yeah. in. I, the costume. I think it was after one of the Avengers movies. RDJ was like, "Yeah, I never left my you know trailer. I, yeah. I filmed it all yeah. in a little box, like, just my head." Yeah, especially the first one. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny uh, hearing Alfred Molina talking about with the new movie where there were no arms that they had to puppet like way back in the uh, Spider-Man 2 when they had all the physical like Doc Ock arms and now it's all CG and how weird that was for him. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're looking behind the scenes and it's just him like moving his shoulders a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you know, it's like the you know I was I've you know some of the behind the scenes of the of the new Batman movie, and most of it was all green screen. You know, it wasn't in a city; it was on a soundstage with you know but, all the. And they shoot some of that on like the volume, like they do for mm-hmm. the Mandalorian yep, as some well. Of yeah, was shot there too. So it's like you know, it's like you know, they're not even going. You know, I remember what was it Dark Knight? They shot in like Pittsburgh, or no, it was Dark Knight Rises. They shot in Pittsburgh. It's like I know yeah, they now shot. they. The Pittsburgh or Toronto? Didn't they shoot some of it in what is it? Uh, glow or glasgow i think some of it but it was very little yeah like the the daytime scenes yeah yeah the see i think dark knight was uh the dark knight they did in chicago because they needed the uh bridges uh or they needed the the river and then uh they did uh pittsburgh because the only reason i know they did pittsburgh is is because the stadium that bane blew up that was that was three rivers. <laughs> that was the, our Hans field. It was like, I could tell it immediately. It's like, yeah, they got yellow seats. That's Hans field. There's no other stadium that has yellow seats. So, but yeah, the halo show though is, is very good. I, I've, I've just been Jim waiting, waiting uh, to, to watch more and more and more. So, yeah, well, I, I, I got it because I mean, you know, through the perks of Xbox game pass, they gave a free trial. For right. Them. So I was just like, Oh, well, yeah, if the halo shows out now, then y'all yeah, get it and watch it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's, I, 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 there's, I'm, I'm sorry, like, epi- like weekly episodic shows don't work anymore. They just don't, um, you know, yes, you have they to do do. At least it depends on they, the show. Hard disagree. It does depend on the show for sure, but <laughs> yeah. hard disagree. Yeah. It does work. You but just have I to plan think, for it. Yeah, I suppose. But like, I, I, I just, at the very least, I think you need to give a minimum of three episodes at a time and just kind of like do them in like small bulks like that if you are going to release them little by little because i do like time... that for sure yeah because there's yeah. a few times that uh shows have done that recently so putting them out in groups is kind of like that weird hybrid in between so you're not yeah. like exactly. binging the whole thing but you at least get more right. than one yeah i do like well, that. I and agree. that's what they're going to end up doing spoiled us you know because they start when that when streaming started getting really big they, they're like oh well, we're going to dump everything yeah and that's when this whole binging mentality you know started but then they took it away from us again and now we like, know yeah. we're into these limited run series you're going to get one episode a week we're going to keep your attention for six to nine weeks now nah, and we're going to keep you your subscription for six to that's why they did it they're going to do their subscription i mean how many how many subscribers did netflix lose this last quarter like 200 million or 200,000 or whatever well, i mean that's, that's their looming threat of you know <laughs> kicking people off of your your uh, your plan so you can't share it but they yeah. still have like 35 million subscribers like oh my god 300,000 yeah. out of your 35 million like, it's not just them any streaming service has that so oh, yeah, but yeah, then yeah. It, a lot of times it'll be like oh this new show is so people will jump on it for when that show's there and then they'll jump off and they'll jump back on and bounce yeah. around my yeah, thing with my th- and I'll say this before we move on to Robert. My thing with Netflix is is you know it's too expensive to get 4K. I mean it's twenty it's over twenty dollars a month just to get 4K uh, for three screens. Where Disney Plus is and what nine dollars a month, seven dollars a month for 4K. Seven ninety nine. Yeah, and I get 4K out the box. Uh, HBO Max is ten dollars or fifteen dollars, depending on if you want to buy ads, and it's 4K right out of the box. You know, it's like, you know, why am I? Well, I mean, I'm not saying this is how I do it, but uh, you know, a lot of people share the expenses, right? They're like, I'm going to pay for the Netflix plan and I'm going to get the premium on you pay for the, the premium Hulu plan. And then they're sharing all these services yeah, that, with each other. So really until they shut you down, like they're going they, to well, do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <course>. <laughs> 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 
Netflix will be the one that does it first, most likely. Oh, yeah, Netflix will do it first. They've said time and time again they might care now. But in the beginning, they're like, I don't care. Yeah, they they didn't care. They didn't care. They were actually like kind of like pushing it, promoting it. And Netflix is like, no, give me that dollar. Yeah. We'll see. Well, there's also a lot of so, uh, um, the cell phone carriers now. They give you one of them for free. Like, I don't yeah. pay for HBO Max. Let's I got see. That from, I don't pay. <laughs> okay. I don't pay for HBO Max anymore. I get it through my internet service provider for free for a year. I don't pay for Hulu anymore. I get it through T-Mobile uh, for free. I don't pay for HBO or uh, I didn't pay for uh, Apple TV. I got it through Apple for a year because I bought a new phone. I don't pay for, you know, it's like a lot of them. It's like, yeah, I don't pay for them anymore because they come with the thing, you know, uh, with something else that I have, a that I pay for. So yeah. I mean, that's the other thing where Netflix I think, like, doesn't. So I'm looking, I'm looking now they have as in 2020, it says here, Netflix had 209 million subscribers worldwide, 209. You lost 300,000. Oh Lord. Oh no. 300,000 out of 209 million, please. Yeah. You know, get out of here. I mean, Still, you say that, but then, but then you have the, the, the board of directors yeah. and all of that. It's a big chunk of change, the and then, there, right? then their stock fell, you know, <laughs> yeah. so, you all know, your shareholders. That's, that's what money. it's all about. Yeah. Maybe they should stop well, just shotgunning everything and start doing quality shows again yeah. and doing more about getting a like decent amount of quality instead of just like we have so much crap coming out all the time you can't even find anything good because it's just all the junk coming out right. every single day. Yeah. <laughs> as long as they keep making the Witcher, it's fine. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they've like six seasons playing for that. So yeah. let's, let's go. Yeah. Well, I'll believe it when I see it. Netflix does not like long series anymore. No, I think Cavill's the one that's really pulling for it. He loves it. He yeah. loves doing it. Plus, he's going to be in the yeah. new Highlander movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. To me, I'm excited now. So. All right, Robert, go ahead. Uh, what have you been playing? I know, I know oh, you man, haven't been playing a begin? ton. So. It's, what do you mean? It's been two years. <laughs> been <laughs> should be plenty of stuff. Yeah. I got hours of content to go through with you guys. So, um... Let's see. No, I'm going to be as concise as possible. Uh, most of that two years has been uh, Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. Uh, if you know me, I, I love my Final Fantasy XIV, so I've been playing a ton of that. Of course, it's had its like banner year where they came out with uh, Endwalker, wrapping up that expansion. And everybody uh, from really, WoW left and went to Final Fantasy. <laughs> everybody came on over. And let me tell you, if you play Final Fantasy XIV, you can see who's a WoW player just judging by their names. Yeah. You get some of the weirdest names. I'm trying not to swear. Uh, some, some of the weirdest names on there. Uh, I don't even know where to begin with. But it's it's just, it's ridiculous. But anyway, um, you know, the, the story that they wrapped up with that, it was just, it was so good. They really did find a way to tie everything into a nice little bow. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if you played it, Dennis, uh, but it, you know, it got very anime there at the end, um, which I wasn't really expecting more so than it did its entire, you know, last 10 years or so. But it was good. It was really, really good. Yeah, I haven't played. What's the most recent expansion? End, Endwalker? Endwalker. Yeah, Endwalker. Endwalker, okay. I played a little, the last one I played a little bit of was Shadowbringer. Um, oh, okay. And, uh, so I, but I haven't played anything of Endwalker. I haven't had a subscription in quite a while. Gotcha. Um, but I, I, I do miss it, though. I mean, I, I do think about it from time to time of, like, man, because I'm not playing any MMO at the moment. But uh, I do think about, like, man, like, should I, should I get back into that? But um, I mean, I'm the wrong guy to ask. I'm super biased. I've been there literally yeah. since. <laughs> it, it's an know, on and off thing alpha, for me. But... Yeah, yeah, it's an on and too. off thing for me. But I think I, think I would much prefer at some point if i'm gonna 
dedicate time into anything. You know, I, I am, my heart does go more so on the side of Warcraft. But for me personally, it, it's also a nice, you know, yin and yang because they feel and play different for me personally. Oh, very that, much so. Yeah. So I don't ever feel like they're ever competing. So I can jump into one and the other. Mm, I, can, yeah. I enjoy both, man. Honestly. Like, oh, I'm I not played WoW. Yeah. I was yeah. all about WoW for, I don't know, up until Cataclysm. But by yeah. then I just fell off the bandwagon. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't you played know, in a couple of years either. Not since Legion. So I just, I just oh, love I the story driven really, nature of, since Miss. of 14. <laughs> Miss was the last but, time I played it, and I, I even bought a subscription to uh, Final Fantasy to try to play it. And I think I played it once or twice. I just—it's hard for me to get back into an MMO because where I'm on the road all the time, and uh, yeah. and it runs on Steam Deck. So I've been sitting here going, hmm. Yeah. So when you were talking about Steam Deck, I'm like, man, that's really the only use case I have, is so that I can hmm. play Final Fantasy 14 yeah. handheld. I, you know, I used to try to do it on, uh, oh, the Vita, Vita. <laughs> and yeah. it worked sort yeah. of like you could, you could like, uh, do the crafting and the gathering because there was a lot of latency, right? It, right. It, it was not smooth. So you couldn't do anything that required fast, uh, reflexes, but for that sort of stuff, yeah, like I could go out and I could level my gatherers, no big deal. Uh, but now with the steam deck, that's, you know, that, that has my interest, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know if it's $600 peaked. Just to have, I just buy the four hundred dollar version. That's it. That saves you two hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's only four hundred dollars. Like, like, I don't know. I was I was so looking through the store it. the other day and I went, "Ooh, Final Fantasy. I could play that on the." Hmm. Yeah, and I mean, it plays perfectly. Thought about right? it for a minute. Far, that's my understanding. It does. So it's, yeah. you know, I I don't know. I might. <laughs> it, play, it plays perfectly on there because you got the it's got the controllers yeah. uh, ui built right in so yeah yeah uh, it would be it'd be fantastic on there yeah I've, I've i seriously thought about it the other day and i thought eh, do i really want to i don't know we'll see i think you do <laughs> you definitely do uh, but if you guys hop back yeah hop back in let me know jump jump in my server we'll we'll definitely do some stuff uh you know they just came out with their uh what is it? i think it's a 6.1 content patch so we just got uh, the first main uh, story quest updates since Endwalker ended everything. So now we're doing the in-between gearing up for the next expansion for whenever it comes, you know, mm. another two years, another three years, who knows. Uh, and they're doing some really cool stuff with that. I'm not going to go into spoilers since that is literally the whole point of this game. But um, if you know anything about the story, you probably have an idea with the different like shards and things like that. Um, and they're also now with the latest raid that they just dropped, talking about all the gods of, of uh, Eorzea, which you know uh, is the continent that you're on. And it's, they have 12 gods. So in the raid you're going through and you're learning about these gods. And uh, it's going to be really interesting to see as they come out with all the different um, uh, turns for this raid. I, usually they have like three or four for the alliance raids. So it is a 24-man uh, dungeon that you go through um you know three teams of eight but yeah it it's really cool i haven't been this excited about uh any of the end game content ever in in final fantasy 14 so it is definitely worth checking out mm. um other than that i've been i've been doing a lot of streaming lately so i i, I hopped into sea of thieves recently um for the first time <laughs> First and second time, and 
John That's an evil John pirate left huh? my, Yeah, John kind of raided my game. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was. It was well. I was getting ready. Okay, so I was going to bed one night and I saw. That's the problem with Robert. Six hours. You know, yeah, it's behind because it's like zone. he's he's getting on at ten o'clock, and if I'm working, I'm getting ready to go to bed at ten o'clock. You know, so I just happened to pull up the stream real 9, quick, and I'm 9 like, PM Eastern. yeah, it was like, I was like, oh my gosh, was he? He's playing Sea of Thieves, and <laughs> I was literally, I don't know how long you've been playing when I first come in there. I'm like, no, you got to do this. No, no, this is why this is happening. Turn the wheel straight. <laughs> no, when you hear it go thump, that's straight. I, I mean, he, I, I, yeah, I never I, looked at anything. And, and I don't, and, and yeah, and that's, and, and I, I told Nikki the next day, I said, you got to watch it. It was hilarious. I said, because it's, I mean, he didn't, he just went in, oh, let me try this game. And it was like full bore. And that was the goal, right? Yeah. I, I was like, you know what? Let's get some reaction out of this. Let's, I don't know what I'm doing. It's it's either going to be really awesome or it's going to be a shit show. You yeah. Know? Like, and, and it, it was a little bit of both. It was a little it was bit of both. It wasn't that bad. But, you know, and then uh, and then uh, I came, I was actually off. I was here at the house that Thursday, the next Thursday when you did it. And yeah. I was like, you know what? I see he's online. It gives me the option to join his game. I'm just going to join his game. <laughs> Right in the middle of the stream, didn't even ask, just joined. You know, it was yeah, like I need to know. How, I need to know how to turn that off. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't, uh, I don't know who all was on my friends list these days. Yeah, well, it was as long as yeah, it was it was just me. So it was like you know, was, I, I hopped in and he was over here on the stream on this island. While when I come in, his boat was sinking, and he didn't know it was sinking. I'm like, your boat's no sinking. Idea. Your your boat's. So he comes back out. <laughs> He comes back out, and the guy that sunk him boat was there, and he thought it was his. And I'm going, no, man, I'm with your boat over here at another island because it sank. You got to just die. Just die, and you'll appear on I your... Thought it was, I thought it was my boat, so yeah. I jumped on his boat. <laughs> I was running around. And I'm like, wait, this isn't this is my stuff. Somebody starts shooting at me. What's going on? You know, it's just like... <laughs> yeah, it's... All so the boats look the same, guys. Yeah, yeah, all the boats look the same. So then, yeah. then when he finally caught... caught when he finally died and then he appeared on the, uh, the outpost that I was at, then we started playing, you know? So it, it was, it was a good time. I want to do it again. Now that we, you know, you kind of know what you're doing. Um, you well, know, kind of, yeah. 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 Uh, and it, I was telling, I was telling you on the side, it'll probably need to be like a Saturday thing. Yeah. Saturday, yeah. I would have to do a Saturday. Thing that, that, that game, like, you know, I have very limited time. So I, I'm usually on streaming for like two, maybe two and a half hours if I get caught up in something, but with sea of thieves, like something is going to happen right when I need to yeah. get off. Yeah. The first time I got attacked by a, a freaking Kraken for the first time. And I, I was just me on the boat. So I'm running around, you know, like chicken <laughs> with its head cut off. I'm like, Oh, I got to get the water out of here. I got to patch the boat. All oh, the Kraken's hitting me. I don't, I got to shoot it. I didn't. Yeah. It was awful. And, and finally I got away from the Kraken. I didn't end up killing it. And then I went around it and got to turn in all my stuff. But yeah, oh my god. Yeah, yeah. And it's it just takes practice. And then you know it's like you, you stumble on. You either get a good server or you get a bad server. The yeah. server we were on was kind of an in between server. It yeah, wasn't it was, too it, bad. And then you kind of got harassed for a little while. And then we didn't. And then you know it was like, but you know it's it's one of those games that once you like I said once you accept the fact that you may get ganked and that's just the way it is because it's a pirate game you, know, you yeah. kind of just i mean it doesn't really seem like any of the stuff that you lose is that big of a deal yeah at the end of the day so it's whatever i mean you might lose a little bit of loot but there's a there's loot everywhere yeah so i have i've found 
But the all they need to do to get me to play it again is just add a new thing on the menu called peaceful fishing mode. Just let me just do fishing. That's all I want to do. Because yeah. it's fun, but not when people come by and shoot you with cannons while you're just sitting yeah. there trying to fish. Like, yeah, I mean, that, I'm not going to bother does... doing it then. It's like, come on. Yeah, yeah you're right. But, you know, it's uh, that game, there's no way. I don't want to say there's no way. There's not always a way to do something quick. <laughs> when you start that game, you're going to be on at least a couple hours. They did add yeah. those forts that you can go to that are pretty close to each outpost. And you could they maybe take 20 minutes to do. And you get a little bit of loot. And you can do that a couple times. but It doesn't really seem like there's a whole lot of like quick daily things. That there's you can not. Run around real no. fast, knock this out, and... Yeah. That's it. No, that's and that's where those those uh, those new uh, forts come in. You could do that if you wanted to, but you know you're not going to get a ton. Where you're really going to get it is if you play, uh, you know, if you do the the gold hoarder stuff, if you do the the uh, the story stuff, if you do the pirate's life and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, which is fun, um, but it's more fun to do with at least one or two people. Because it, yeah, it helps it, to have a couple people with you. It definitely feels like you're you're alone if you're alone in that game. Yeah. It, it even one extra person um, makes it feel so much uh, better. Yeah, and I've and I've played it solo seventy five percent of the time. You know, I've soloed mm-hmm. it. So um, you get you figure it out after a while. It just takes a I lot get, of practice. I just get lonely, man. I get yeah. lonely. Yeah. Yeah, I like playing to people too. Yeah. And people in the boat. I, I like to play with people too, but you know, at sometimes at three o'clock well, in the know. morning, I just weird randos. by myself. You know, yeah. Well, the good news is three o'clock in the morning for you. Yeah, it's like it's like ten me. o'clock at night for you or something. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what I plan on doing when I get done here. When we get done with this, is uh-huh. go upstairs, use the bathroom, maybe let the dogs out, get another drink, throw in a load of laundry, and I'm going to play some Sea of Thieves. So. I mean, it sounds like with that Steam Deck, you can do all those things at the same. time. Oh, I could. I could. Set, I could be playing. I technically, <laughs> I could sit here on the oh, Steam no, Deck no. and play and play Sea of Thieves right now if I wanted to. But you know, I, I didn't. I, I've been. I didn't have my charger with me. I left it upstairs. That's what so. I, yeah, yeah, it died. It died. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. So what else have I been doing? Um, well, this yesterday actually, I popped in Outriders on the PS5 for the first time in forever since I since whenever it came out with like its big patch to fix all the server issues. Uh, I didn't realize how close I was to the platinum in this game. I was only missing like maybe like five or six trophies huh. mm-hmm. uh and they had just announced their big expansion coming out with uh new story content new gear all, all this stuff and i really love this game uh, i mean it's not it's not a 10 out of 10 game by any stretch of the imagination i don't think anybody would say it is but you know holy hell it's really fun co-op uh and i've been going through it with michelle and, uh, and another buddy of mine and we popped it in and uh, i looked at those trophies and all i had left was uh, a couple like finish this side quest chain finish this side quest chain there's like three of those and then um once you complete those i just had to finish all the random side quests so that's what we did we popped it in for like two three hours knocked out three of those trophies i'm at 98 percent of mm. all of the the side quests in the game and then after that i just have to grind out uh the end game stuff right now which is just kill i think it's like kill maybe like three thousand enemies or something Ooh. in their expedition mode um, which is like a horde <clears throat> mode type of thing yeah. so we're gonna get that knocked out for sure before that expansion comes out um, i played a I've also, little yeah, bit ahead. of that on 
Game Pass, and I couldn't really get into it. Um, yeah, the story is not going to be, you know, the driving force in that yeah. at all. It is definitely a, like, Gears of War co-op, fast-paced. Um, like, if you're into, like, min-maxing your, your gear then it's it's for you yeah. the that you get so much loot in that game and and customizing your your loadout with all these like buffs for however you want to play is what it's all about so you have like the three skills right that are on cooldown so when you're not shooting them you can launch these big attacks and, and whatever and i have mine so that i have I, I play as a trickster and one of the moves that i use a lot is like the the blade cyclone so i like spin around like an idiot yeah. with, with these like energy <clears throat> blades out uh, just ripping through people, and typically, you know, it, the cooldown for these things are really long, like between two to three minutes. And if you're in a, a firefight with 50 dudes, that's a long time to not mm -hmm. have your big power move. So my stuff is like buffed all to hell, and and not my cooldown on that thing, like by the time I finish that that move, you know, it's probably like a 30 second attack. I only have maybe 15 seconds before I can use it again. Oh, jeez. So I can, use, I can use my other <laughs> skills, you know, whether it's, uh, I, ha I have the teleport one, so I can, like, run into a bunch of enemies, do a bunch of, like, up-close kills, because that's how my character is built, is if I kill people next to them, I get uh, my health refilled, and I get a, a full shield, basically. Wow. So I have, like, two health bars. Uh, and then I can teleport back with my other move to get out of that mess once I got all my health up. Uh, so, yeah, I've, I've really made it so that I can just like plow through enemies at this yeah. point. We have uh, almost all of the. There's different like world tier levels, which is kind of like the difficulty of the game, and they mm -hmm. don't force you to increase your world tiers, but you know that's kind of like the meat of the game is is how how far can I get into this? You you don't, I think there's only like 40 levels in the game for like your character level, but then your gear level you, you will get better gear depending on what world tier you're on, and it's gonna. Uh, boost you up way higher than mm. that 40 levels. And that's how you get all the epic gear and all of that. So we're at world tier 14 out of 15. So we've almost maxed that all out. We, we've gone in deep with it. Yeah. Uh, so we're looking forward to all that. That's cool. Um, yeah. Um, let's see. I've also been playing Strangers of Paradise uh, on the PS5 co-op with a buddy of mine. I don't. Did any of you guys play Stranger of Paradise? I know you guys are really into like the Soulsborne type of stuff. I played the demo of it and like man i just i couldn't get into it That's yeah i've yeah. been following this game since it was announced and i didn't think i was gonna get it and then you know i played the very first like early access demo beta thing that they had and dude i probably put like 18 hours into that very first early access one just trying to beat the first boss they had this thing tuned so hard like it was ridiculously hard yeah. and yeah. i I just kept doing it, and I was like, well, you know, I finally did it, and, and, and Michelle's looking at me, she's like, you've been screaming at this game for four hours today. I was like, I was on the last boss. I had to do it. Uh, and, and then they came out with the next the next demo, and it was slightly changed, and there was like a, a normal and a hard mode, and again, I put 18 hours into it. Um, and then they came out with the last one, and this one, they're like, all right, well, this time, all your progress is going to carry over to the main game. I'm like, well, I need to see what the game is actually going to be like, and now they've made all their big changes, so let's let's take a look at it. And I get through it, and I'm like, man, that was a lot more manageable. I had a lot of fun with it, but I still don't know if I want to play this game. And then I just thought back and was like, I put like 20 hours into these demos. I'm just going to give them my money. It, it feels like something yeah. I should do at this point. <laughs> so yeah, I, I bought the game when it when it came out, and um, I, I'm really glad I did. It's it's been a lot of fun. Again, the story's trash, uh, <laughs> at least so far. It, it, I mean, they you That's get in fun. there, and it's like. <clears throat> 
everybody has amnesia. And it's like, cool. So nobody knows what's going on, including you. Awesome. <laughs> and it's like that, at, at least as far as into the game that I am. And I, I have read that once you get to the end, there is a decent payoff on that. But I don't know how you're going to give me a decent payoff on a game that I'm putting 30 hours, 40 hours into leveling up every single class in the game. There's like 19, 19 or 20, maybe 21 classes in this game. And that's that's what's been the fun stuff for me is going through with all the different classes, leveling them all up individually, seeing what kind of cool like combination uh, builds you can make with them. Because you can literally do anything. You can have, I, I think the one that I like the most so far is I've done like a, a, a paladin um, and a, a sage class, so like a healer and a tank class all in one. And I can just go through and just like solo everything by myself. Hmm. But you, you do kind of have to go in methodically like you would with any Soulsborne type of game. But then doing it co-op opens it up for a lot quicker paced uh, combat because you have someone who's able to hold aggro against you. So now you can really like do some crazy, crazy combos and, and really... <laughs> Really mess with the AI of the bosses in these games. Sometimes they're just like running back and forth at you guys, like, "Oh, what's happening?" But uh, I'm having a really good time with it. I, I have, I don't know how far I am. I'd like to say that I'm nearing the end, but it almost feels like with this main story event thing that just happened that I might only be halfway. I don't know, but I have most of the classes at this point maxed out. But I only have maybe three to four more, so we'll see. I hope I don't run out of classes to level before the end. <laughs> That's what I got for you guys. Oh, is that it? Oh, okay. That's I knew, it. That's I knew it was I short, but I didn't realize. I did. I thought it was. I thought there was another one. So, <laughs> no, that, did I not? Did I miss one? No, 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 okay. no you didn't. Uh, okay, so go ahead, Eric. I know you and Nathaniel want to have been dying to talk about Elder Ring. So, Elden Ring. <laughs> um. All right, so I'll, I'll do Elden Ring last, and Nathaniel and I can tie that in. Okay, so I played a little bit of Tunic. I think I played for like a half an hour or an hour, uh, just you know, randomly because you, know, you guys recommended it. It's it's fun. I definitely like it. Um, I had a little bit of trouble figuring out what I was supposed to do and like what was going on. I'm like, it's supposed to be like Zelda. What am I doing? But it, it's fun. I like the art style and the, the little character and everything. And like I said, I had seen that at PAX like the last time I went to East, so uh, 2020. So definitely looking forward to. It. I, I, I got a couple emails for review copies of it, but I never heard anything back. Hmm. That's okay. It's on Game Pass, so and I'll buy it whenever it comes out. <sighs> what else have I been playing? Um, some more Dying Light 2. Uh, if you like the first game, you'll like this one. The co-op's worse. <laughs> it doesn't... Uh, well, the first one... I mentioned this before. The first one, like, let's say you hopped in your buddy's game and he was further along. Then... You get back in your game, and all your progress, like all the experience and stuff, and the places you've been, you have access to that. So you can, like, keep going. But for this one, the lowest player has to host it. So my buddy can't jump into my game. I got to jump into him and can only help him with his stuff. I also don't – I get to keep items I find, but I don't get, like, anything else. Crappy. And it's weird. Disconnects all the time. And I'm like, it cannot be my connection. No, I I keep reading that they have they're having issues with that. That they... but there's a quest you do. There, spoiler. There's two different sides you can pick. One side gives you one thing. The other side gives you this sweet semi-automatic crossbow. 
And I was like, how do I get this crossbow? So I did all the quests, didn't get the item. I found it was a major bug. I contacted Techland Support. They said, yeah, you, uh, we've heard it, but we're not going to do anything. But the next patch they did, the next patch was great. And so, hey, got the crossbow. There you go. It's fun. I mean, yeah, hit zombies, you know, open world, you know, RPG element. You guys know it. Yeah. Uh, other thing I've been playing is uh, <laughs> uh, got this one for review. Thanks, Dennis. Uh, Andro Dunis. Did I say that right, Dennis? Uh, yeah, I would say, well, I think every time I read it in my head, it was Andro Dunos, but like, Dunos? I, I mean, tomato, tomato, I don't know. I mean, you could be saying it right, I could be saying it wrong, I, who knows? <laughs> it's a weird, <laughs> weird name. So, yeah, this is, a, this is a sequel to a Neo Geo shooter that came out back in the day, mm-hmm. um, and it is like you're playing a Neo Geo game in 1993. Mechanics, it is a fantastic horizontal shooter. It is very good. I recommend it. I'm decent at it. I, I prefer a, a vertical shmup than a horizontal because horizontal, usually you can't run into the ceiling, and that's what I was having problems. But mm-hmm. it, it kind of plays like R-Type with uh, maybe more weapon options. So it's fun. It's yeah, animated. I've heard a lot of good things it about it. Oh, so good. And it, it's like under 10 bucks. Yeah, it's what, cheap. Five? Like it, oh, and there's a physical uh, release for Switch and 3DS, but they're super limited. I bought one for 3DS. I might, I might double dip. I might get it for Switch, too. Yeah. Just so I can have it. Um, yeah, it's, it's really good. It is. Um, I have also been playing... I'm going to slaughter this. Real quick, I can't Eric, sorry, i got to interrupt you for just a moment. I just want to say thanks so much for having me, guys. I do got a dip, um, but I will catch you guys on the next one, okay? All right, see man. Take it yeah. easy. Thanks for joining us, buddy. Great having you here, Robert. So I've been playing Gorago. I think that's how you say it. And it is a puzzle game. Where you're manipulating, like, it's on Game Pass, and I don't know why I started playing it. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, We've talked know. about it. A Wednesday after work, I was like, oh, what's this game? Yeah. Uh, kind of cool. And it's, uh, you manipulate picture, you manipulate these images to solve puzzles. Like, you'll move a clock, right. the hands of a clock out of a clock face. Or, like, the fire from underneath a boiling pot and put it in this other image to, like, do something. It, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah me and Dennis have both played it. Yeah, so we've I've, talked about it on the podcast. I played it a little bit too. So yeah, I've, I I, have, I never finished it, but I got about halfway I, through I've, it. I haven't finished it either, but I, I like it. It's fun. Maybe it maybe a two hour game, probably less than that. Yeah. No. All right. If well, you if we know all the puzzles, yeah, if you get stumped on a puzzle, of course it'll I take had to longer. Google yeah. one puzzle. What? How do I do this? Usually, if you just keep moving things yeah, and stuff, it's all about like digging down into the layers, and then yeah, oh, I okay, I found this one thing, so now I can use it over here. Yeah. I was stuck on a puzzle for a while that had a shelf, and you had to like make it go up and down, and I couldn't figure out how to like, and I finally got it. But you know, just it, I liked it. It made me scratch my head. Yeah, it's good. So I've been playing, also playing um, the heck out of Weird West. Um, I'm almost done. I'm almost I need to play that one. Yeah, right I've there. downloaded it. I haven't played it yet. So, my only gripe is the combat is and in the review, which I almost almost have finished. Um, my only gripe was maybe I don't like the twin stick shooting mechanics for this type of game. I, I would rather have something like um, like Wasteland or something, you know, maybe something where it's a little bit easier to aim because like the, I don't know, you tend to miss some a lot of combat with ranged combat like this. There's no way to really lock on people. It's just you know, a mouse keyboard would do wonders here. 
Yeah, that's what I was wondering uh, if it would play better on PC or if it would play better on right. console. It sounds it's like PC really is probably though. a little better. You know, yeah. Five different stories, five different characters, all of different abilities and skills. Um, I don't even know. I guess I would kind of describe it almost like like a real-time version of like Fallout 2 and like the Wild West with zombies and werewolves and stuff. That's the best way to describe it. Mm. There's lockpicking. You can, you can be a bad guy. You can steal from people. You can slaughter the innocent. And then you get bounty hunters that after. But it, it is good. It is very well, it seems fun. kind of like a old Fallout style like type of a game, but with immersive sim elements in it. Yeah. It's yeah, kind of how they're selling it. That's it, it's good. And that sounds awesome. Yeah. So I definitely want to play it. I have I the first the first character I spent way too much time with. I like spent like ten hours. Uh probably like ten hours with but the other ones I was able to move things a lot quicker and now I knew the mechanics of what I had to do. And I also recently discovered that uh, when you're carrying around your companions, you can access their inventory as well at the stores. And I didn't know this. And I was like, oh, this would have saved me so much time. You stupid game. But no, it, it's great. It's it's a lot of fun. I, I highly recommend it. And I think, I think I saw that on sale recently for like under $10 too. Hmm. But it's a good game. And Special Reserve Games in Texas, they're putting out a nice nice physical copy with a nice steel book and an art book and it looks really they seem to they're they're very gung-ho about things i say on social media yeah um okay so before we get to elden ring i also got a chance to review this see it on camera mm-hmm. this is the yeah. wingman xb um this connects to your xbox and you can use your ps3 controllers ps4 your switch controllers you could use like uh, uh, steering wheels and stuff from other other consoles to it. I you could use a fishing rod controller. I tried. I wrote a review on this. I tried PS3, Switch. I think I tried one of their, and they all worked. Oh, I tried OG Xbox. They all worked fantastic. On, oh, and 360. They all worked fantastic on the Xbox. Just plug and play. Away you go. Very weird to use like my Pro controller, my Switch Pro <laughs> controller, my Xbox Series S. Uh, this feels doing some sort of bad thing. But it's it's really nice. They make really nice adapters. It's really solidly uh, made. Um, you can actually use it on the OG Xbox too. You just need to get a USB adapter for that. But yeah, it's really nice. They make all sorts of. They, I I was aware of the brand because they had made stuff for retro consoles too. Mm-hmm. Like, made one for uh, Dreamcast. Yeah, and they have one for PS2 as well. I think the, the I think the Dreamcast and PS2 is on a dongle together. I think. Yeah, it's really cool. It, and the, it's kind of like. I'll say it's not the. It looks a little funky, right? Yeah. It's you're like, eh, whatever. But they they have been really selling these little converters a lot. They have several different variations, and I was pretty impressed. It synced up, and the only one I had trouble with, I mentioned this in the review, is I have a third party uh, Nyko Pro controller for my Switch as well, also very good, and it would not work wirelessly no matter what I did. Hmm. But everything but everything else worked great. Yeah. So and cool. I, I was going to test my arcade stick too. I got. But, so yeah, that's the one that seems like most people use that for is the arcade sticks. Yeah, fire that bad boy up and play some Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so Elden Ring, it has its claws in me still. My buddy just platinumed <laughs> it. For, he's never platinumed anything. And I'm like, why did you pick this game? And he it has a low threshold for punishment. But he he went with a samurai dexterity-based class, katana. Nathaniel knows what I'm talking about. Oh my god. You can slaughter them all. 
it's not the only class that you can just totally murder things in that game by just maxing out your damage really quickly, yeah. but because you can dual wield katanas and have two like the special katanas that also have like extra stuff on top of it that it already has bleeding and you just like do the like really really quickly and just like carve through things. So it's I was playing as a confessor. Uh, like a paladin build, running around with a shield and a yeah. scythe or a, a shield and a sword, and it was decent, and the scythe I had was very good. The spells I had were very good. I was able to take all these bosses. Um, I won't I won't spoil it too much, but uh, Nathaniel, I actually got... Uh, my buddy had to cheese the fire giant. I'm sure you've seen the videos with a crossbow or the bow. Do you know what I'm talking about? I haven't, I haven't really looked into oh, any videos matter. like that, because well, I was just pretty much playing it on my own without yeah. any other input. Yeah. Fire giant, no problem. But I got stuck at a boss I could not beat, and I could. So I had to respec. Went, you know. Now I got the katanas. My buddy's involved. I'm stuck at the last boss though. Get it. But that's it. I like the game. I might platinum it. We'll see. Um, depends how much more I have to play. And I got lots of other games. I mean, I got Spider-Man over there and Deathloop. I want to play. Yeah. Try to pick the time. But yeah, I'm enjoying it pleasantly. I thought I. I guess I liked it because of the open world and I could ride my horse and I could get away from stuff and come back to things when I'm ready to fight it. Good times. That's it. That's all I got. I can, I can talk about it all day long. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely also played a ton of Elden Ring. I've beaten it. I well, could <laughs> platinum it. No, I could platinum it on Xbox, but that would require doing more playthroughs to get the endings because I can't do the can't do clouds. The I can't do the cloud save thing because I'm past that already. Uh, I can't really. I can't go back and do whatever because I've already gotten past it. And that's but that's fine. I will eventually probably do that. I had to restrain myself from starting New Game Plus. (laughs) It's like no, no, no. No, There's a couple other things you want to play. If you do this, you're just gonna end up going through Elden Ring again, and you're never gonna get back to them. So just. Hold off. It'll still be there. You can go back. But I ended the game. uh, It took. Like, my epic journey, I looked at it, it was almost seven weeks to the dot from the time it was released, and it was 174 hours that I put into that game, being super, super, super thorough, finding every single thing I could possibly find, and there's still stuff that I missed. But I did all of the, like, major bosses. There's a couple smaller little, like, dungeon bosses I'm sure I probably missed. But all of the major ones, including a couple of the hidden optional ones, I did all of those. What? What? Who gave you the most trouble? Come on, we can spare a second to tell. I want to know. You and I talked about this a little bit, but I gotta know. Honestly, some of the earlier bosses gave me okay. more trouble because I wasn't OP yet. Yeah. Because by the time I'm getting to the end of the game, all these bosses everyone's having trouble with it only took me two or three times. So because I was cheesing it a little bit by using the mimic tier. <laughs> so the second to last boss, the one with. The lion, the beast, you know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. My, friend, my friend was like, he's really hard, he's really hard. No, one shot. Five minutes, I was in and out. One try. A lot of the bosses in FromSoft games can be like that. Depending on your build or just the day you happen to play them, you'll be able to get through it really easily just because you're, you're on your game. Or like, this boss is very weak against this type of damage, and you're spec for that, so you just like carve through them a little bit better because you're just like... Okay, every time you're hitting them, you're doing more damage so that you're not having to, like, fight them as long. And then, like, you try it with a different build or you just get to something else and it's just like, oh, man, this one's stomping me. Apparently I missed it. There was this really easy way to kill the end boss and uh, it was still working last weekend, but I was 
I I was pretty busy with some other stuff. I didn't get into the game. And this week they patched it, and I was like, ah, crap. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, 1.04 is out now, patch-wise. Which, there's a couple things in there that I'm like, ooh, that's good that they did that. Like, oh, hey. Fun, you know, it's it's still cool. But, man, I played that game very much with... uh, big sword smack things really hard for a lot of it and then when i get closer to the end i start doing a little bit more variety with some of the weapons that you find later in the game because they're just some really really cool ones but yeah most of that game was i had big sword that i was hitting things with uh let's see what did i use towards the end i'm trying to remember Oh yeah, I remember. I had a sword that was called something steeple is the name of it, and it basically looks. If you look at the design of the sword, it looks like a almost like a building, like a, like a tower, uh, and it has like all these little like little kind of uh, spikes at the top, like it would be on the top of a building, but it has like a little red kind of dot at uh, the top of it. But its uh, ability was it would put like uh, ghostly fire on it, and it just was a really really cool weapon to have at the end of the game because it was a great sword but it moves faster than most of the great swords do so you don't have to wait as long for some of the swinging mm-hmm. for some of the really big weapons so it was a really good balance of like okay i could still swing pretty quickly and get hits in but i'm not you know doing tiny little bits of damage because i have a smaller sword or whatever you know so it's a fun weapon there's so many so many weapons in that game i have a huge collection by the end yeah, me too. I got I, like I, I, I sold like one or two in the beginning because I'm dumb. I just hung on to everything. I want to try yeah. the whip, the claws. Let me let me see what's up. So I got they have achievements for getting all of the legendary things of spells, yeah, etc. and so forth. I got all the legendary weapons without having to look any up. Nice. And then when I got to the end of the game, beat the boss, I was like, I'm gonna do a couple of the things I missed to get those achievements. And I was like, oh okay. I ended up only having like to find three things to get the achievements for the other. So I, I was uh... very thorough finding all of the uh <laughs> Legendary loot. Uh, there's one legendary weapon in an area that changes after a certain part of the game, and I didn't go get it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I will have to do a second gameplay. I know exactly which weapon you're talking about. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. But everything else, though, I got a ton of stuff already. I think I only have one, two of the side bosses to fight for. Yeah. So if I play again, when I'm playing again on like Xbox, I'm very set up for a new game plus to play whatever kind of class I want with a cool weapon right from the start because I've got pretty much everything to go. I like do all sorts of spell casting, but what I'm probably going to do is bite on PC and play from the start there. <laughs> because I want I want to play on PC with mods because there's a few cool mods, including one that unlocks frame rate and there's like, I'm pretty sure there's still one you can put like a photo mode in oh, the game and some other stuff. There's a mod on PC to uh, summon uh, uh, let, me solo her. let Me Solo Her as a uh... As a tier, that's cool. I'm sure you've read about that. Yes, that is cool. That 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 person or that's doing that is pretty neat. Sidebar is it's somebody that's hanging out by this really tough boss. It's like you summon this person, they come in, they destroy the boss for you because this boss is very challenging. Not only that, they're soloing the boss naked with a jar on their head. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've seen it. Yeah. It's, pretty, it's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's people are nice about that. I have that jar. It's cool. <laughs> it's t- it, they have plenty of the dumb Mimi type armor in there, including the whole like mushroom set where you're just growing mushrooms out of your skin everywhere. Oh yeah, that's a mushroom armor. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. The only thing I wish it did was like make you immune to poison because that would have made it perfect. Because then you could like run around looking a d- like a dumb mushroom man, but like, aha, I'm in the poison swamp and it can't touch me. That would be fun. 
It didn't do that. Well, well. But yeah, there's like tons and tons of like armor and all sorts of cool stuff that you get in that game like after the first half. Like you get all sorts of the normal stuff and then once you get into the late game area, it's like, ooh, here's a cool armor set. Oh, I found another cool armor set. Oh, here's a cool one. Oh my gosh, I don't know what to wear. <laughs> and a lot of them mix together well. So if you want to mix and match sets, you can do your whole uh, Fashion Souls thing or like, what is it? Uh... Uh, Elden Ring Bling is what I've seen for this game. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I will definitely be playing more of Elden Ring at some point. Uh, but I've played some more of Horizon Forbidden West as well since last time. Uh, after I finished Elden Ring, I played some of that this week. And it's jarring. Some of the, like, just little things going up back over to that game. Like, I can't just, like, hit a button and summon my mount whenever I want. I have to, like, whistle for it and then get on it? That's weird. That's, like, an extra step. <laughs> and that's if I even have one tamed. If I somehow got destroyed and have to go tame another one, I can't just whistle anytime I want. It's just, like, dumb little things like that that uh, if I hadn't been playing so much Elden Ring, you'd be like, oh, that's just how Horizon plays. And that's right. just how it is. And most, you know, open world games or something with them out whistle and it'll show up. It's like it's so good in Elden Ring just being able to hit a button and you like whistle it out of existence and you're just on it. You don't have to, have to hit right. another button to get on it. And you take it for granted after playing it so much. You're like, oh yeah, that is really fun. Like a dumb little thing that Elden Ring does that's really cool. Uh, Horizon's awesome, though, as well. It's just very different kind of a game than Elden Ring is. It's very much a here's all these points on the map and go to them to find the things kind of a game right. like go here for this story go here for that story hey here's some of this type of thing here go and kill all of the proper type of creatures so that you can upgrade your pouches craft things kind of a game and so i think now i'm 30 something hours into it i think after before eldering i'd put like 20 of those or a little over 20 of those so I've probably maybe done in 10 hours this week then and gotten into it. I'm probably like midway through a little less as far as the map goes, although I haven't done everything that far. So I've traveled like halfway towards the far west of the map. Yeah. But I think I'm at like 35% completion or something on the game. So I'm assuming that counts all of like the side quest collectibles, all that. I don't remember what's calculated there. So who knows? I just finished a big mid story mission or whatever before we, uh, the podcast tonight it's like all right now i have to go and turn this thing in so maybe i can get a new ability i'm hoping i'm because there's a few that's another thing that like it does in horizon that you that don't really have an Elden ring is like here's the thing you found you can't do it yet because you don't have an ability there's not a lot of it in horizon but every once in a while you bump into it like oh yeah you can't go into this underwater cave because you can't breathe underwater it's too deep for you right or <laughs> Here's like the uh, the big tall uh, the tall necks that you do to kind of like put the detail on your map, and then usually there's something tall next to it that you can jump off of. I found one that's like, no, you can't get here yet. And so even on the map, it has a little lock icon next to it. I was like, well, okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna end up exploring this whole map before I need it anyway. So what's the point? <laughs> So, like, it's just little differences in, like, the style of open world game with Horizon that's just a little bit, like, 
seeing it a little bit more than I normally would have just because of having put so right. much time into Eldering and that style of game, going back over to Horizon, it's like, oh yeah, this is how this game works. Yeah, and then just jump right into it, and it's like, oh! <laughs> so it's like, hey, in Elden Ring, cliffs can be dangerous uh, if you're, you know, gonna jump off them, like, you get further fall to distance than you do in previous FromSoft games, but you can still fall off to your death, but in Horizon, you're just like, pop the glider, wee! You know, yeah. that's fun. <laughs> And then you're like, oh, crap, I just ran around a corner, and here's a giant T-Rex thing that's going to stop me. This is fun. Run away. Yeah. <laughs> and there's some of the uh, like machines that are in the first game that they've kind of buffed a bit for the second game, where... Or they've been tweaked because so, there's extra damage types in this in Horizon that were not in the first game. So something like this Snap Maw, the giant crocodile things are weak to slightly different things uh, in this game than they were in the first one, and they seem a little more dangerous to me now. And like, yeah, there's a couple fights I had in there where I'm just like barely making it through, mostly because I'm being sloppy. Like, oh, I aggroed like half a dozen enemies at once. Maybe that wasn't the best idea. <laughs> The robot dinosaurs are now angry. Uh, that'll happen. But yeah, like just the cinema cinematic nature of that game is so good. From yeah. both from just like when you're in town talking to somebody and they're like actually moving around and it's just a normal conversation or even just the cutscenes. But even just like, hey, I'm just wandering around and I'm on this cliffside looking around. Look at this vista and how like beautiful and crazy the sunrise looks. You know, so it's a very very pretty game. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Looking forward to putting probably a lot more time into it because it's not a small game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing. All right, we'll blow through news real quick. Um, last show we talked about PlayStation Plus was rumored to be coming, at, uh, changing and coming. Yep, it's coming in June. Um, it's pretty much PS Now and PlayStation Plus put together. Meh. Um, and it's terrible. Yeah, I need... <laughs> I need more information. Um, so it had the opposite effect that they would have wanted on me. I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to just go and actually bother to find my uh, PlayStation Plus thing and turn off auto-redo on it that I haven't bothered to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, as of right now, I'm just keeping in my subscription as the basic PlayStation Plus just to get you know the online gaming. That's yeah. yeah, mine goes through, I think, uh, November or something because yeah. I got it right when I got my PS5 at launch time or a little after that. So it's November, December is yeah. when my PS Plus mine, runs out, so I can decide by then. I think mine is March, you know, and uh, unless something changes, I'll probably just keep it the same. Um, what aggravates me is is they're doing a lot of backwards compatibility with like PlayStation One and PSP and stuff like that, but they're putting it behind the top tier eighteen dollars a month. Uh, thing yeah but uh, you know you're streaming playstation 3 games but everything else plays natively but i just can't i own a disc but i can't pop it in there and play it it doesn't make sense um i don't me too i don't like that but i get why they're doing it though because the amount of people who want ps4 games and stuff is way bigger than the amount who want the ps1 2 and 3 right and so if they're going to do two tiers of it, that one's definitely going to be the more expensive one yeah. because it probably, I don't know if it costs them more or anything, but it's just like, okay, whatever. It's just the fact that they have three different levels of stuff. It's just like, why are you making it so complicated? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like Xbox Gold, Xbox Game Pass, and Xbox 
Xbox Game Pass for old games, if that's what it was. It's yeah. just like, they yeah. don't split it that way. I just, I don't know. If, if, if they would just let me, you know, I own so many PSP games digitally. I own a lot of PS1 games digitally that I bought on PS4 and PS3. You know, it's like, let me just play those games. If I can play them natively on the PS5, let me play those natively on the PS5 without having to subscribe to your service and then download them that way. It just you mean like I can go on my Xbox and see that Kingdoms for Keflings is there and be like, oh yeah, I remember that from the 360. I forgot I owned that. Yeah, yeah. Or I could actually <laughs> pull a copy of something off my you know uh panzer dragoon uh orda yeah. from the original xbox and just pop it in my series x and it just downloads it and i can play it why can't i do that i, mean, I why do i have to why do i have to pay you 18 dollars a month to be able to access a catalog of games that i've already paid for i don't know it's because sony is like quote number one and they don't care right now and they don't have to make up any goodwill and that kind of thing. So, I guess, I yeah. It's just you saw it with Xbox in the past with how they do stuff when they were kind of on top. It's just you know, whoever's yeah. in charge is going to do it the way they want to do it, and you know, that's yeah. just kind of how it's going to go. Whether it's good for consumers or not, it'll make them money. Yeah, I just I hate it. It aggravates me. So as yeah. of right now, it's just going to be my regular sixty dollars a year to. I'll be very curious to see how long it stays at this three tier whatever thing before they change it because as it is everyone's just saying like it's not game pass like why (laughs) so how long is it how many people are going to actually bother paying more for it some will for sure because there's at least some will do it but like it's not going to be as big as they want it to be i don't think well not to mention there's like a limitation in the content also because when i was reading it was like the second tier only gives you access to like 300 to 400 of those backwards compatible or, or like older games no and then if you want the way it, the way it, the the 700 plus is your playstation 1 playstation 2 psp games those are on the top tier the the 300 games that you access those are ps4 and ps5 games so there's that's that's all you get your middle tier is ps4 and ps5 your top tier is ps3 ps2 ps1 psp so that's where they get the 700 games at. Yeah. It's yeah. not, you know, you're only accessing the middle tier. Was If anybody does, if, if any tier is successful, it's going to be that middle tier because it's going to be PS4 and PS5 yeah. games. That's what people are going to want. You know, now your hardcore ones will want the PS3 games streaming, the PS1 and PSP games, and the PS2 games downloadable. But they, that's the high tier. That's where they get the 700 games at. That's the 300 PS4, PS4 and PS5 games plus 400 games from the past PlayStation era. So that's still that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean it doesn't make sense. It's like, well, why? Why do I have to pay three dollars more to access your entire catalog? You know, what's even funnier to me is just the time limited trials thing. Uh, of like newer games of this like <laughs> so glorified demos okay cool <laughs> yeah yeah it's like, great. no no yeah. i i don't know it's 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 weird and then here we go uh, we're what two months away from launch and we don't know what games are going to be on it are they going to be newer games is there going to be older games is there going to be you know indie and third party games going to come day one are they not going to come you know there's no info it's just like they just slapped it together and said Honestly, I don't care because I have Game Pass for anything that's not a PlayStation exclusive. Right. Um, it's If there's any chance of it coming to a service, it'll probably be on Game Pass, and that's great. And then for 
PlayStation, I'll play the exclusive games I'm interested in, which is a few games a year at most. Right. So I'll probably just buy them anyway. Exactly. So I'm not going to do a subscription for that. Right. And that's the way I am. You know, they were, they already said, oh, wait, you know, Miles Morales is going to be on there and Spider-Man's going to be on there. And well, great. I've already bought those. And yeah. Most people, right. <laughs> and most people that bought a PlayStation five has already probably bought those now. So great. You're doing a streaming service with them on the, where you can download them for free. Okay. You know, it's, if, if it was there, a year ago okay but i don't know it's a weird thing we'll see uh, how it all pans out but until they put day one first party games on there and it's not it's not really a game i guess you could say because of that it's really not a game pass competitor it's just them putting playstation now yeah. and playstation plus together I mean, you see how often that stuff comes on Game Pass as well. They're not going to really do that, probably, but they haven't really said if they're going to try. So it's got to give it time to see what they're going to actually right. do with it. We have no idea. Yeah, exactly. So um, I put this in there. Microsoft and Sony both have said they're going to sell ad space in games. Um, so Microsoft has said it's going to be in the free-to-play games. Sony hasn't said <laughs> the, the rumor. <laughs> so I'm guessing it's going to be in any game. Which is not unusual. I mean, you played Death Stranding, right, uh, Dennis? So, and it had advertising in there for Monster and stuff like that, didn't it? There was, it did. yeah, yeah. So every time you were in the little uh, advertisement little, for Mountain Dew and Doritos. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you see that in just about every dirt bike game. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I remember uh, Burnout Paradise back in the day. They were doing ads on a bunch of just the billboards. Oh the yeah. yeah, and then there's like Obama. I think had some ads in that game. Like all sorts of just weird stuff would pop up on those billboards. Yeah, and that's and that's <laughs> essentially what them out. and that's essentially what this is going to do. What I think is funny is people online are thinking it's going to be, or saying it's going to be like YouTube, and you're going to be playing a game, and then a five, thirty second ad will pop up in the middle of your game, and you'll have to sit and watch it. I'm like, no, that's not what they're talking about. It's if anyone ever tried that? That game would die a horrible death. If oh we yeah, complained would, about it uh-huh. on the internet enough to where no one would else would do it, or at least people would be like, "Oh, hey, we're paying attention to this," and yeah. they're like, "Don't play this game." Right. <laughs> and I have I have no problem with them putting them in free to play games. I don't usually play free to game play games anyway. And if it's a billboard or something that's in a free to play game, who cares? It's just a way. It depends on how they implement it, really. Yeah. Like you can do it if it's something like that. Great. If it's something like free to play games on mobile that are super obnoxious and it gets in the way of playing the game, then that sucks. Right. Yeah. But I don't think either. Of them will be doing I, that I don't either. But... I don't think so either. Um, yeah. And then the March uh, sales came out, and for the first time ever, Xbox uh, actually out uh, Xbox Series outsold PlayStation Five. Um, that's probably just because the Xboxes were more readily available than PlayStation 5. Yeah, they had a few, a few more of them out there to buy, so <laughs> yeah. they were able to pass, yeah. Um, I've seen pictures of actually people finding Series S's or X's in in stores, uh, which is crazy to me. Um, yeah, Walmart, Walmart and Amazon and GameStop had them up for order last month for days. Uh, so, you know... It's it's man. Think back like old several months ago to where it was like, man, these were up for like a couple hours to buy, yeah. and that was a lot. Yeah, <laughs> Let alone days. yeah. It's like, <laughs> you know, I'd wake up in the morning and it'd be a tweet would go out and it'd say, "Hey, the Xbox Series X's are still available to order on Amazon." I'm like, "Holy crap!" I mean, that's been like two days. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah especially for Amazon, right? That's like yeah. the one place like anybody would go to look for it, right? Yeah. Well, the big rumor is, and I don't know how much truth there is to it, that apparently Microsoft had paid uh, for chip priority 
um, was how they have got so many out there. But it, that wouldn't surprise me. I really think what yeah. we're seeing is is Sony started producing PlayStation 5s back in the summer before launch. And Xbox waited until they got the RDNA 2 technology or whatever. So it was only a couple months before launch before they did. I think, I think what it was was Sony just got a, a bigger stockpile of them quicker than Microsoft did. And we're just now seeing a catch up of it because of those chip shortages and the, uh, you know, the, the, shortages of uh what they call it where uh the transportation shortages and stuff like that you know uh, supply, chain. Supply, supply chain, chain baby. we gotta yeah. use those terms yeah the supply <laughs> chain stuff so i think i think i think it's just a combination of that but it wouldn't surprise me i mean microsoft has deep pockets so you know they both what's funny is is both those systems are made in the same place in china so i could see totally see microsoft going hey here's a couple extra and you know we'll put you ahead and they're oh okay you know i mean sure you know I mean, why not? So, um, but yeah, so we'll see. I mean, I know GameStop apparently had PlayStation five bundles today. I saw a lot of people, uh, standing in line at GameStop this morning, uh, waiting to get their PlayStation five bundles. So, I mean, they're still out there. So, but seems like the Xboxes are a lot more readily available, which I mean, maybe we're getting to a point where they'll both be readily available. I don't know. It's still weird to me that I can't walk into a store and buy one, but you know, I see switch. I still see switches. I still see Series S's. Uh, but honestly, no. at this point, I don't know. This might just be the generation where it's like that. Yeah, it could be. I tell you what, though, I everybody, everybody could, could, could complain all they want, but uh, the way Valve did their pre-order and stuff, and the way they're rolling it out, I think that's the best way to do it. Just, no, they did a wonderful job. Yeah, that. just let me put $5 down on it, and you know, here's when you'll eventually get it, and we'll send you an email. You got a couple days to – I mean, it was perfect. And, and I was totally happy waiting. <clears throat> you know, I was you know, it's like, okay, I know I'm going to get one, and I'll wait that way instead of – Yeah, just do to, it as a queue line. Like, yeah. it's, yeah. Uh-huh. it's simple. Like, Come on, guys. It's not that hard. Yeah, instead of trying to fight bots and fight this and fight that, and you know, I just went on Valve and or Steam and pre-ordered it, and then they say, "Hey, we'll send you an email." Okay, and sure enough, they did. So, um, yeah, it all worked out. But yeah, I, I hope a lot. I hope some of the other ones, if that's if this is the way it is going forward, that they they look at that, and I would be fine doing that with to get an Xbox or a PlayStation just. Let me put $5 down on it and yeah, email me in six months when it's ready. Yeah. You know, I'm fine with it. I mean, the problem with that is it's sold in so many places. Oh, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Was, but even, you know, if the only place you could do that was the Microsoft store or the Sony store to get them, that'd still be more than what we're doing now. Yeah. And I mean, company, and, and the thing about it is, is, you know, Walmart and they don't make any money off console sales. They don't make any money off software sales. They make like five bucks a game. If that, they don't even make that on consoles. I mean, when I worked at GameStop, we made no money off consoles. What we, what we buy money on was accessories. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's why we're not going to ever see the yeah. system like with steam because they just like, okay, we get them in they go back out. That's all they care about. Yeah. You know, and that's that's why you see, uh, you know, GameStop with, oh yeah, you want a PlayStation Five? You got to buy it with three games. You got to buy it with an extra controller and a fifty dollars gift card because they make more money on it that way than you know uh, just selling. Also want to make sure you're, 
committed, so that way the bots don't just like sweep up all the consoles right away. Just that, otherwise, the people who just want to sell their consoles are going to be sitting on extra stuff they don't want or yeah. probably can't sell. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's it, times will eventually change with that, but who knows? I am. It's I, but I think you're right, Nathaniel. I think we this is going to be the generation where you're just not going to walk in and buy a system. I think what it's going to require is more <laughs> factories being opened to make more chips, so that there's more chips out there in general for lots of things. Mm. But it's just that would take time to build new factories. You can't just like boom, magically it's there and starts production. That takes a whole lot to oh, yeah. spin up. So by the time that even if they wanted to do that, and maybe some places are. Still takes time before that gets up, and by that time we're like, oh, we're moving on to the next Xbox and the next PlayStation because it's been you know six or seven, eight, however many years by the time they actually move on. So yeah, who knows? Well, we shall know, see. It's like buying a car right now. You know, we could we're we're probably yeah. going to buy a new vehicle. We went to the dealership the other day. These are the ones we got on order. We'll sign you up for an email so you can follow along. It's like it won't be built until May 9th and then. And when it ships out shortly after that, it'll be another, you know, maybe the end of May. And there's an email that we get. They send us updates. Okay, this is, they're working on this. This is going to start. Then they're going to do this. It's like, this is crazy. It's like, <laughs> just can't go over to yeah, the dealership and go, the, yeah. I want that one. You know, it's like. <laughs> and I get the one, just take the fancy screen out of it. It'll be fine. I can still be able to drive. Yeah. And then I can actually get a car. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. But, oh, well the time we live in so all right does anybody got anything else before we go uh because this was we've we oh. went a long way we've had a long yeah, time but we haven't good. done you know we haven't done well, a show in almost a month so oh, that's true that and then there was also five of us yeah you know, yeah yeah a lot so. of content between us all. yeah yeah absolutely and you know hopefully you know robert will be able to be back you know every show you know now that he's okay. uh you know working uh, a different job so we'll see hopefully hopefully so so it was good to have him back around again so all right well like i say if you guys want to join us live uh at gl underscore podcast on twitter you'll know when we're going to go live or you can subscribe to us on twitch or youtube or facebook or wherever uh, it streams to all those places all at the same time so I, I try to have all the bases covered so go subscribe to one of those things you'll know when we're live if you want to come hang out with us live and if not you we're on every podcatcher in the world i i uh dennis updated the the tile for the podcast the other day and i actually saw all the ones that podomatic actually puts us on it was like holy fright i didn't even one i didn't realize there was that many podcatchers out there and two i didn't realize they just <laughs> automatically put us out there <laughs> there was like 20 of them it was like holy crap so um but yeah so <clears throat> and the other thing if you haven't been to the website in a while Dennis has redesigned a lot of the website. It looks really good. I, I like, I haven't been on it in a couple of days. And I like how you got the feature on the top and some of the past podcasts on the bottom with everything else in the middle. It's, it's a really cool setup. So it still looks kind of the same, but it just kind of has a fresh coat of paint on it. And some things have been adjusted around. So yeah, I didn't want to go too crazy just for people who are, you know, you know, because the, the site's been around for a while, right? So you don't want to make things too, too different. You want to keep things familiar, but just, you know, like you said, put a fresh coat of paint on it and just kind of, you know, give, give it a nice facelift. So, I mean, let's pretty it up a bit. So yeah, it looks really good. Very, very happy. I'm excited about it too. So, but all right. Well, guys, thanks a lot for hanging out and listening with us, and we will catch you all next time. Take care.
This podcast is part of the Gamers Lounge Radio Network. Get more gaming news and shows at www.the-gamers-lounge.com.